0: I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live.
1: Episode 387. Oh, Bad Boys. There we go. There it goes.
2: There it
1: is. <laughs> there we go. Didn't take long. Sorry. See, this is why I don't like doing the intro. I should just have Harley do it all the time now.
0: But then I'd oh. have to like... I'd actually have to pay attention to what episode it was. Like you hear
1: me talking and yet
0: like you still you still speak. You still open your mouth and blah yeah. comes out. Blah. There's just word vomits all over the microphone. Yeah.
1: Your breath must stink.
0: Yeah, I've been drinking fucking beer, of course it stinks. You talk a lot of shit. Talk a lot of shit. How about you take over, sir? Alright. Welcome to the Bad Boys Podcast episode 387 is that right tony yeah okay awesome (laughs) episode 387 thank you for listening uh i already mentioned the bad boys podcast but i'll mention it again (laughs) (laughs) you're doing great where we randomly rant on all things movies i am your host marcus burnett aka harley martin (laughs) <laughs> to my left or or oh, my, my real right, name is Marcus Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> his
3: his aka is Harley, Harley
0: Martin. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I've been have doing that for years? years. I've been saying that for years. Are you, have you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been referring right. my my real name as my aka. <laughs> Wait,
1: what? Your real name is your aka?
0: Yeah, I say aka Harley Martin. I say Martin. that all the time. What? So to my to my left or my right. I don't think it really matters. But usually hosting the show, but now he's pissed off. So I'm going to be pissed in this cereal.
1: Everybody wants to be like Mike. Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Yeah,
0: you're going to be retired like him, too.
1: <laughs> what
0: up, what up? And what's up with...
1: Uh, oh, and I'm MCP. over
3: here, Tony, a.k.a. MCP. There, there you, you go. He jumps
1: in right there, see?
3: So we got, we got a bunch of...
0: Um, I feel like we haven't yet gotten back into the swing of things. We, um, from Christmas break, mm-hmm. obviously. Um, this will be our first normal week. Um, you know, so, um, I know we had a bunch of extras that we, that we all watched over the, uh, the, the weekend break. You guys want to chat about those or?
1: You're doing great. I feel like a proud parent, like watching my kid up there
0: do that.
1: <laughs> on stage, and you're doing great, Harley. Thanks. I know you're sweating your ass off, but you're oh, doing, fuck except you. except you're drinking beer. So
0: I'm drinking beer, so it's all good. I pee more confident. Yeah, I know. So,
1: well, I'm curious. Um, Let's find out what MCP thought of the movie It.
3: Yes, it. Oh shit, that's right. I'm supposed to talk about movies. Uh, let, let <laughs> then me...
1: look 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 at uh, Daft Punk songs too. We need a oh,
3: of- speaking of songs, check this out. Oh. I was uh, listening to XM radio, and then this shit came on. <laughs> that shit exists still? <laughs> maybe it's serious. Inside you, inside you. It's Can you hear that? Hi. Vaguely. Yeah, you like you don't recognize it? Trance
0: music from the yeah, late trans. 90s.
3: Did you, were you able to hear anything at all? No. Yeah. No, familiar, okay i'll have but... to i'll have to rip it to a, a wave file or something but they were playing um the uh they did a remix of the drive um fuck now i forgot the name of the damn song and i sound like an idiot what's the uh, famous you getting
1: off to an early start rich night call compelling. night call
3: night call Anyway, whatever. Oh. The, oh. And I was like, I, I busted out my phone and I recorded it. I was like, I hope this sounds okay because I want to play it on the podcast. So it they did a
0: perfectly, sir. Don't even worry about. it. Was fucking yeah. amazing! I but I forgot
3: song. that I happened. I'm, I'm really. I'm just trying to buy myself time so I can pull exactly. up my review. <laughs> IMDb
0: it. <laughs> of it. it. IMDb, IMDb it. IMDb it. He's got to talk about it. That's
1: it. I just can't help but playing with the balloon effect on IMDb. Uh.
3: Based so on a it, right, Stephen
0: Tommy? King book?
3: What? It? Yes, yes. I saw It. Um, but did I you see I, it? I saw it and I remember I didn't like it very much. I just wanted oh. to... Damn! It ended up um, getting a... Let's see. Is that 2017?
0: Now, Fazo, you saw this too, right? I did, sir. I did. And you I call you liking it. It made my top 10. Yes, sir.
3: Yeah, that's it right, made my bottom right. 10 It got a 2.1 Out of 5 Which if you go by The um, four, Because we have a 4 star rating system So to convert it into the A 5 star into a 4 star A uh, pile of shit would be less than 1.25 So a 2.1 Would be a waste of time So yeah, <laughs> that's my my Review of it I didn't like it that much I guess uh, visually it was cool but I didn't I didn't like the rest of it I don't know it just didn't it just didn't didn't work for me
1: were you asleep were you
0: high were you tired were you sick yeah, is there any reason yeah what the fuck I feel like I don't I, know, I, I, like I, I don't, en- I I don't enjoy
3: scared. horror movies in general and this it, it just it just didn't do it for me um, I mean I don't remember so, much and why it's- go
0: see a horror movie if you don't enjoy them good point
3: I didn't, I, well, I watched it at home, so I, because we were oh, trying to okay. do our top 10 of 2017, I figured I'm why not, not throw not this sure. in there because They're it's gotten a it. lot of good reviews. I figured just throw it in there. Um, I was actually sick that day, so maybe that made a difference. I was sick at home. It was during the daytime, which is the only time I could get Laney to watch a horror movie. And I was like, sh- let's throw this on. We ain't doing anything else with our sick asses, so, uh, and maybe, and maybe that affected why, why I didn't like it. Um, but, Is it?
0: Was it not scary? Was it bad performances?
3: No, it long, it was too short. Yeah, it wasn't. Can it wasn't to scary.
0: you're gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it I know. The, I feel like the
3: I've performances were okay. I don't. It. I don't remember being wowed by anything in particular. Um, and I mean, I didn't. I didn't react the way a horror movie wanted me to react to it. Like I, I didn't feel any fear, any real tension. Um, or or anything so and i mean I, I i didn't have fun with it i kept on they kept on losing me i don't remember why um this was fucking a while ago
1: a <laughs> but, uh, yeah
3: but yeah i didn't like i didn't i didn't really like it i mean maybe when they come out with the second part of it i might it might have a payoff you know because it's it's a two-parter mm-hmm. so what do
0: you think about that Fonzo?
1: I mean people are excited for the for the second part of it for sure. I mean it does you know, like in the original miniseries, they uh Yeah, it's a two parter when the kids are smaller and then when they're adults. So um but I thought as a standalone movie for like fuck for, for on its own it was I thought it was awesome. I mean it it it, it delivered
3: yeah, on everything sure, so
2: I think I mean, a, a, the, exactly. the more
3: I think about it, it was the whole the the the, the, the plot is very much there. Like the the kids are hallucinating, and the adults don't see the hallucinations. And I'm just kept going. What the fuck? This is this is stupid. Unless they explain this shit real quick, it's gonna lose me. And it lost me. And at the end, they tried to explain it a little bit, and it was kind of dumb. I was like, what? It, they just glossed over it with like one or two lines of of um, of explaining why that shit was happening and then there was a whole another thing at the end I mean I don't want to spoil too much but and I was like what the, now, now what the fuck is up with that that makes no sense It doesn't connect to anything I just yeah I was just like nope Did, it didn't satisfy me it didn't pay off waiting till the end for the answer of everything all the weird shit that was happening at the beginning didn't pay off so by the end of the film I was like ah fuck it hmm. interesting yeah. yeah, I'll have
0: to watch this one these days is it family friendly? Can I watch it with my teenager? Yeah, you, why you always ask us that? Like, what the fuck? You, I know, you that's a terrible question. I know. I let her watch everything. Yeah. What the hell? What about the nine-year-old? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Right. So right. yeah. okay. All right, yeah. never mind. <laughs> i <I'm laughs> Yeah. I mean, she watched Serbian film with me just the other night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, <man. laughs> What are we
1: talking here,
3: though? <laughs> Yeah, well, so okay, I'm about, yeah. So yeah. waste right, of time.
1: That would time. be a waste of time.
3: That's okay. my review of it. All right. Mm. Well, let's move
1: right along to the one I've been wanting to hear is Justice Leap. Oh man, Harley over here. Do you know, he sound like he had some. What did you want him to say last week? So...
0: I don't want to review the movie because I feel like we've talked about this movie enough. I, I think there's there's a lot. Just give to... us, yeah. Just give us your thirty second review. Oh, what worked? What didn't work? Is... And then give us your rating. Nothing worked. Okay. It's a. It's. It's a. It's a. Bad movie. Bad as a movie. It's bad. As an, What about as an, as, a, as a. As a, as a comic movie. Nothing. There's nothing redeeming about redeeming about it. Um, collection. No, everything Good. is all the special effects. All the action was absolutely forgetful. Um, There's some cool concepts, Um, you know the 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 characters are all cliches of other characters we've seen. Done the problem with the movie is obviously from the production standpoint, it was a mess. And and I will say this. They edited. I'm hearing an echo. Are you guys hearing that at all, Tony?
3: Uh, no, I'm not getting it. I'm not hearing it.
0: I can hear just ever slight echo on my end. Hmm. Um, I will say this: I cannot tell that two different people directed this. Um, you know, I, if you said Zack Snyder directed this from beginning to end, I'd believe you. Uh, If you told me that, uh, what's his name directed this from the beginning, I'd believe you. I, there's no, from an editing standpoint, it's not a mess. It's short, but it's not sweet. Um, it's just short. Um, you, and you have to introduce three characters from scratch and they do it kind of. I mean, I, I, the one character that seems redeeming is the Flash, but, it's largely because they're trying to make the film humorous and he's the humorous character. You know, the cyborg kid, there's no, he's not a, he's not a, he's a serious character. There's nothing humorous about him. And then, um, uh, Jason Momoa, he's got some dialogue, but he doesn't talk much more than Arnold does in Terminator one. And he's just brooding. You know what I mean? Um, just the sort of cliche beer drinking brooding you know just not afraid of anything we've seen that character done a million fucking times um and then um i like ben affleck but he's not a great batman news jay gillenhall is going to be the next batman so i guess yeah i guess the the it's basically that that everybody is saying while Ben Affleck is still on contract to be Batman for the standalone film, uh, he wants out. So they're going to let him out. And if that happens then Jake Gyllenhaal has already said he will. So I guess, I don't know. I feel like everybody has a, their shot at Batman, whatever. How do you feel about that? You like that? Eh, I'm torn. I mean, to be honest with you, I think it has more to do with the director than, than the actor. Um, to go back to this movie, um, it has no soul whatsoever. I don't feel like it doesn't try to do anything unique or special. It, it rips off every movie before it, it tries to rip off Marvel. It tries to rip off Batman versus Superman, which fair enough. It's a sequel essentially. Um, but it does a piss poor job. At least the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman was this long, epic, two and a half hour dramatic trying to do what Christopher Nolan did. Um and this movie is just a mess. It's just it's it it just is totally it's it feels neutered. It feels like the Honda Accord of action films and and I, I, I plenty of you know 18 19 year old boys are going to go to the theater and it's going to be perfectly acceptable because it's cool so the flash is fast and he's funny and they got the cool costumes and and gal gadot's hot and and jason momoa is cool cuz he's got all the tattoos and and you know and it's funny but it's not funny um and so from from a film standpoint, like we watch and we like movies with substance and that leave a mark. It's completely void of that, and and I blame Hollywood. I, I blame I blame the idea that that DC is a mess, and you know Zack Snyder uh, hasn't been able to. I think he's more of a visionary. visionary. Visioner, visionary, Visionary. filmmaker. Rather than being able to blend that balance of filmmaking or good filmmaking or what we consider good filmmaking with money makers, you know, the Spielbergs, the Scotts, the Camerons, these guys have consistently made money and also made quality films. You know, um, I feel like Marvel has. Has really made it difficult because they've made these are decent films, they're critically well received with the exception of a few, and then they make shit tons of money as well. You know, um, in DC, they just keep missing and missing and missing. Uh, Wonder Woman was fine, I remember enjoying that. I haven't rewatched it, um, but this is an absolute waste of time. Um, that would a borderline be a waste of time, borderline oh. pile of shit. It is that bad because it's so forgetful and I feel like they spent so much money. There's so much writing on this and they fucked it so bad. The producers, the the the, the studio, they, they deserve to be kicked in the nuts. Um, because we've seen Marvel do it. We've seen them take a Motley crew and make a badass adventure film and this has that this could be all these characters have the makings of that um they sh- they should have waited they should have made the flashpoint movie first and the cyborg movie I first i like and... hate it
1: though you're over superhero movies
0: well i am but but i batman versus superman it gets a dollar it's it's fine it it, it you know, especially the director's cut. Like I said, it's big, it's long, it's epic. Now your boy
1: Jake Gyllenhaal is going to jizz all over it. So watch.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, time will tell. So no, this this is movies is terrible. Uh, there you go. You haven't seen it, right, Tony? No, I haven't. Any any interest?
3: Not anymore. <laughs> 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 all
0: right. If I had paid money to see this in the theater, I would be pissed. Damn. Yeah. I just got my movie pass card,
1: so I'll be checking out a lot of more movies now. Cool. And yeah, uh, so that whole thing about paying for it—I don't know. If I see it for free. There you go. You know, no they do. So, all right. Well, damn, that's it. Well, you know what? Let's move into a, a different type of movie. All right. Talk about a little movie that came out on Netflix. Netflix original. They're doing big things. Doing movies with action, crime, and fantasy—crazy! That's right. You heard that correct? David Ayer directing, so you can get that gritty. I don't love "Love him. L.A. Street, some hood shit, right? Written by Max landers I don't know. What else did he do? Comic book guy. I look him up on IMDb. Stop being lazy. (laughs) Got got Big Wood. Got Mike Lowry. You know what I mean? Mike Lowry. Got Mike Lowry in it. So Joel Egerton's in it. Mm-hmm. Our good Numi Rapaz? Apparently, we pick a lot of movies that she's in, so we to well, dig her. She's yeah, she's a bad boys podcast favorite in here. So this movie is fucking fun, dude. Like, if fucking Lainey thought World of Warcraft was the Slater Slater movie of all time, she might fucking <laughs> dig this movie because we saw it. Orcs, you got you guys saw it? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Why? Well, right, hold on, then hold on <laughs> for that part of the review. Well, maybe she might. I like. I don't know. I'm talking too advanced, but anyways, fuck it yeah, you got. Orcs, you got fucking fairies, you got well elves, you got, oh, dude, this fantasy world, in this gritty Los Angeles, like, you know, right off the bat, I'm like, you know what? This is fucking a breath of fresh air. Open up the window, breath of fresh air. They don't smell like horse manure or anything like that. It smells like fresh. Like, people were dogging on it on Twitter when it came out, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck movie did they, they watch, guys, Matt? Because I had fun with this fucking thing. Yeah, I was just like a kid watching a movie with, like, no critic hat on, as Harley would say, you know. I'm just watching it. And I'm thinking, all right, let's see, get me engaged. Right off the bat, you know, in the streets of LA, and David Ayer just does that, right? You watch um, training, you know, you watch those movies, you know what I mean? And to watch, he's got that that shit on lock, you know what I mean? And to watch Harsh Times, like, you know, he, it's just, you know, the Insuicide Squad has some of that cool, like, street, just, I don't know, he just has that down.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. he
1: got orcs involved, well. like, he got Joel Egerton as an orc who's just, his whole life, he's wanting to be a cop. But it, uh, the orcs look uh, look down on him because you know he's like a, kind of like a traitor to him. and uh, he's he's forced to team up with Will, and he, he he's not having it. He's just like, oh come on, man, you know. Um, we find out earlier in the in like in the uh, in the past that uh, he was chasing what they call them, a perp, right? When chasing a criminal down, he chasing someone down and left Will by himself. Got shot, and everyone's like, and then everyone in the police they just fucking hate him, right? But like, yo, why are you teaming up with that fucker? He almost got you killed. And was kind of like, ah, oh, man, you know, he's he's got a heart, you know. He he doesn't want to be too much of a dick, but he doesn't want to team up with them. And uh you got this world where you got these like underground underground world with orcs, you know, like they're like a, their own gang, and and the and the, um, hoity-toity fucking bougie people or elves that live like Beverly Hills type people, you know. And it's just you just in this world, and you just you know, you it's it's like it's almost like. Like a portal opened up and, and and everything happened and is and it's they live normal. They live side by side. Except if you're a little uh, fairy. You're you're considered a little gnat. And fucking in the very beginning Will Smith's trying to fucking kill a little fairy. <laughs> he does and it's like, oh shit, I fucking killed it. Uh you know, full on rated R, lots of violence, a lot of fucking shoot 'em up, blow 'em up, um, cool ass like action scenes. And uh I dude, I had fun with it. I don't know why. I was talking to my buddy Jeff. And I asked him if he watched it. He goes, "Fuck yeah, man! I've already seen it fucking twice." I'm like, "Damn!" So he had seen like at work. He was having a slow day. He's watching on his phone. Like, I wonder. You know, I wonder if there's like
0: if there's a conspiracy. What do you mean? Well, I wonder if if all the bad critical reviews and all the bad press it's gotten is Hollywood throwing its weight around. Well, it's funny because like hating on any Netflix original.
1: Yeah, because when I went on Twitter and looked up like the hashtag of Bright or anything. All like the general audiences, like you know, seem to be loving it and liking it and 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 giving prostate air and saying you know how much the fun they had with it. So, most of like the critics I follow on Twitter, were bashing it, but then I follow like the, oh, I followed the movie or the hashtag and just seeing that everyone that had watched it was having a good time with it. So,
2: hmm.
1: I don't know if Tony had a good time with it, but uh, we'll to find hey, out,
0: Tony, what's up?
3: I did. We did. It was. It was cool. I mean, um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't mind blowing, but yeah, the breath of fresh, fresh air is a good way to put it. It just felt cool. It was like, all right, yeah, because we are. We're all. We all know orcs and elves. Mm-hmm. Like, we all grew up. Everybody oh, knows. Yeah, I so like I have beers with them all the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. My next exactly. door neighbor is a fucking elf. <laughs> what
0: the fuck are you talking about, Tony? <laughs>
3: so we th- we don't need to explain it. Yeah. You know, we don't need to give a whole origin story about where orcs came from and elves, and all. They, they're just here; they're here. That's it. You know, and we're in a society that is trying to incorporate them. You know, um, trying to live, 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 get along with everybody. We're, you know, it, so it, it was, it was cool to just be thrown into that world um, and kind of just asking the question: What if? What if? What if that, that everybody was living together in a modern? You know, world instead of, you yep. know, in little huts in, uh, in grass with, you know, grass knolls or whatever, wherever the hobbits live. Um, this
0: feels like a little like alien nation.
1: Yes. Well, that's the thing. See, in the eighties in the past, we just fucking, we just took, we never questioned anything, right? Right. You put stuff on TV or a movie, we'd watch it. Like, yeah, that works. You know, now we're like, what the fuck? Why is this? Fucking, we never questioned this shit back in the day. And it does feel like that. And it's a good way of putting it. Well,
3: and it. In, to be fair, it's very possible we questioned that shit back in the day. We just had no way of questioning it. Yeah, we have nowhere to put our opinion. You know, you question it in the in the privacy of your own home, and then you return the VHS the next day. You know, if you don't want to charge a late fee. Um, but nowadays, it's like as soon as you have an opinion, you just blast it online, even even before you even think about it, whether it was an intelligent thing to say or not. Yeah. So yeah, I had a good time. It's it was a dollar for me. I'd buy that.
1: Yeah, same here, yeah. Right, I think you enjoy it. It's a great family I'll fun. I'll
3: check it out. It did feel at one point where horror. it could have been a series, because like, there is a lot of content that they can explore. And so we were like, I wonder if they're going to make a movie out of this, another one, or if they're going to try and stretch oh, it they, out into a they've series. Already, yeah, it could, they've
0: already, acknowledged it's, it's just a full-on franchise Make it so, yeah, so, it's, yeah, so
3: that's great. I mean, but that was definitely one of the thoughts that we had is like this, this, this look feels it like it has a lot though, enough sure. that it can carry over into a, a whole series. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah, I just like you said, it, the synopsis says it set in a world where fantasy creatures live side by side with humans. A human cop is forced to work with an orc to find a weapon everyone's prepared to kill for. You got these, like, you got uh, my boy um Choco from Domino, um what's it, Edgar Ramirez who played Candomir He was like this um elf who worked for what was the organization tony what was it called remember no it was like um it was almost like a cia or fbi and he was like uh uh elf like he was like a task force to um to infiltrate to try to get this wand it was trying to get this wand um but dude like i said right when you watch it you go in it you don't question it like you just see orcs going by walking by and that's it you're just like okay that's the world we live in it's just set in like a gritty los angeles you know and then you got gang members coming up, and and, and they got gang. You got Orsador gang members wearing football jerseys and shit. Like, it's,
2: mm-hmm.
0: dude, it's, uh, it's fun, dude. I don't know, man. It's fun. Check it out, Harley. Yeah. I buy, buy I, I was, I was excited to just because it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I saw all that critical. It's a mess. It's terrible. It's horrible. Um, but Netflix doesn't care. They're going to turn it into a franchise, anyways. But don't waste your time. And now I'm thinking maybe there is a little conspiracy going.
1: And Right here, on IMDb, it says "Bright" is not your mother's buddy cop drama. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because, like, my um, mom it was has like, a buddy cop. It, it was like the most watched of movie. Like it came out. Like, um, like Netflix had a record or something. The most watched.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I guess they they tally you know how well it does by. not that. Used it, but you know. Yeah. No, yeah, we'll share that.
0: Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a brave new world. Yeah, there you go. So, what else do we watch? What else? What else? But yeah, briefly, I think I mentioned this because it made my top 10. It was my number 9. Three billboards outside of Ebby, Missouri. It's got an 8.3 right now. Crime, mm-hmm. drama written directed by Martin, Martin McDonough who we talked about previously who uh, wrote Bruges Seven Psychopaths and uh, yeah this one stars uh, Frances McDormand. a mother personally challenges the local authorities to solve her daughter's murder when they fail to catch the culprit she's driving by this one road that hardly anybody goes down she sees there's three billboards there and uh, she decides to put a little message on there to get the media's attention to get the cops' attention and because um, she wants to find out what happened to her daughter and uh, feels like no one's doing their part, no one's helping out, so she takes it on her hand to fucking fuck with them. And the thing is, um, the main chief is uh, played by Woody Harrelson, <laughs> and he's just like, What the fuck, what are you doing? You know, it's made the news, everyone's talking about it, and has to drive by these billboards. You also got Sam Rockwell plays this fucking kind of dimwit uh, um, cop who works in the same um, uh, let's say split police station. And he's he's a right he he's he's a mess he's kind of like a he's given it he's got a rap for being like a like a racist punk and he lives with his mom and he's just a just a, just a fucking loser he's funny oh, it's kind of kind of good nice to see him in that kind of that kind of role Frances McDormand she shines in this man she is just great she don't take no prisoners she don't fuck around she she's uh she like I said goes to the news confronts the authority she she just wants some answers right and. Um, and this movie dude it's it's a great fucking drama like I said everyone's performance is great um, like I said she just goes in pays all this money to get those billboards and then it just goes from there it's like a weird you know kind of concept but you know it, it, it works it makes sense like the only little problem I had it was kind of like it's I mean and a lot of movies do it so it's not its own fault but everything is kind of just like Conveniently placed or done for the for purpose of the movie to move along. You know what I
2: mean? Mm, that can
1: really bug me. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So like, it didn't. Uh, while I was into it, I was totally into it, so it didn't bother me. But kind of after I was thinking about it, it was kind of like, huh, it's just it's kind of convenient. That was kind of this. But you know, a lot of movies do that. So it's not it's not it's not a big yeah you know, a big deal yeah but. Yeah, this this movie is really well done. Like I said, everyone's everyone that's in it is is great. Um, there's there's I don't know, there's little twists at the end. Not really a twist, but any kind of kind of goes a little different route, and it's kind of can make people's uh, opinion change of the movie after watching it. Hmm. Make it to break it? Kind of, because I've seen stuff online that um, people just go what? Where does it go? Or it's left things unanswered, which so Tony might hate. So. Mm. But, um, it's just, That's uh, a tough, it's, it's, spin it. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's just a different movie. It's just, like I said, like Frances McDormand, she's great, and uh, Woody Harrelson's always great too. So, um, you know, when you get great actors and, and, and with great material for them to, to chew on. It's just, you get, you get great art, you know? So, this movie, I've seen a lot of people's top tens, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. So, it's definitely a high buy for a dollar for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. So let's see. Yeah, we got Billboard. So if you guys check it out, man, definitely check it out. Oh yeah.
0: I know it made a lot of people's top 10
1: mm-hmm. Right, Justice
2: League, it okay.
0: Cool. What uh what motivated you to see Ladybird? Oh shit, Ladybird's right. Um screw you. <laughs> It
1: was available. Oh, to be honest. <laughs> and I've seen a lot yeah,
2: of I, lists,
0: you know. Yeah, no, it was it was uh critically acclaimed. It's got an eight on IMDB. Yeah. Um Chris stumbled upon this and wanted to see it. And I was like, um I like Saoirse Ronan. We've seen her. Um Damn, you she's, just nailed she's certainly name. coming into her but he just said really quick. Did I? I don't know. Tony?
3: Sounded fine to me.
0: Okay. Can I get rolling? It's like a Google lady to do it. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we've, we've seen her before, obviously, and um, she's coming of age, and this is a coming-of-age story, and she plays a real sharp, sharp kid, although she's not pretty. And I think when she was younger, we expected her to grow up and be pretty, and she's not. At least she's not in this movie, so... Sorry for all you guys out there. Anyways. Um,
1: <laughs> you say she's not a pretty girl?
0: She's not pretty in this movie. She, it's like she's got bad acne and she just looks like gawky and she just, she's not an attractive girl. And, <laughs> um, and I feel like when she was younger, she was sort of considered pretty. And I think well, it could also be the thought,
3: intention of the movie.
0: Well, exactly. It, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So... Her IMDb picture is she's gorgeous, but in this Do you moment, remember
1: how you look when you were so. 17, Harley?
0: Say what? Do you remember how you look when you were
1: 17? Oh, that was God, gorgeous. Are you kidding I don't me? Know what you're talking
3: about. Were you as stubby as
0: you were that you are now? Tony still had the motorcycle boots on. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tony looks exactly the same as he did when he was 17. Yeah, exactly. Except so more, um, He's more beardy now. Yeah, more beardy. So are you. Yeah. Well, um, in 2002, an artistically inclined 17-year-old girl comes of age in Sucktown. How'd you feel about her character? Uh, written in. Uh, she, well, you, you know, I have a 15-year-old daughter who <laughs> yeah. is very similar in mm. some ways. There we go. And so I think me and Chris were were. Cringing at the film, <laughs> just because we were like, "Great, give it a couple more years." We got we got a, a Lady Bird on our hands. I even asked her. I think at the end of the movie, I was like, "Do you think Anna's going to insist on being called a nickname?" And I will laugh every time she insists that I call her some stupid nickname. And um, you know, yeah. um, so you know it's it's an interesting it, it's it's tough to be sympathetic to her because. Her parents are giving up so much mm-hmm. for her. Um especially her mom, but at the same time, spoiler alert, her mom is an absolute bitch. Um and so it's kind of hard to side with her, so it's like
1: Why is, why do you say that?
0: Uh the mom needs to be she she needs a different role she needs to play a different role in her daughter's life um you know i i feel like we're kind of getting a spoiler and i i i really enjoyed the film i oh, thought God. it was really well done um but you know the, there's a there's an interesting dynamic between her her father her mother her sibling um you know her or the boys obviously It's the coming of age story, and we've seen it done, and this one's done very, very well. Uh, You know, props to Greta Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. She's the she's the writer director. Um, which I recognize her. She's like an actress from other stuff that I've seen. Though,
1: because she was just kind of, uh, I I don't have teenagers yet, so I don't know if that's you know what they're like. But goddamn, man, it was really hard to root. You know, to pull for a roofer when the way she
0: acts. Well, that's what I'm saying. She she acts a little entitled. She's a little bratty. Uh, she's definitely got the know it all thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, she's you know she's 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 got a uh, energy. She's a little moody teenager. Uh, Tony, I'd be I'd be curious. Um, yeah, parents your... and non parents alike will will view it completely different. Oh, absolutely, uh, Tony. I'd be curious what Lainey. Um, has to say being there about the same age (laughs) I knew that was coming (laughs) (laughs) we start calling Lainey (laughs) Ladybird I will say after listening after watching the uh, the bad boys episode 300 uh, Lainey I'm sorry (laughs) I apologize (laughs) (laughs) the give me some motherfucking ice was not aimed at you it was a, a general to anybody who was around ice. Oh, you can apologize to me, too, then. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. You're the one stealing my drink throughout the night. Yeah, you saw it, huh? That's proof. <laughs> I, I did, there was a lot of things I saw in the video for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a little plug for our episode 300. Check it out on YouTube. There you go. Um but uh, I, I had fun with the movie. I like you were saying. Yeah,
1: I, I was uncomfortable.
0: I just couldn't. I was like this little fucking twat, man. Like what the? You're f- supposed to feel uncomfortable.
1: I don't like that, man. <laughs> I don't like that feeling. Really? Tony, where is that ranked in your fucking metric system? It's in there. Uncomfortableness is that on there?
3: If it makes you feel something that the movie didn't intend to make you feel, it's bad. If it makes you feel something that the movie intends, it's good.
0: There you go. See her. Fonzo, did you think it was a bad film, or did it just not? It's, it's well
1: done. Yeah, I I just have a hard time. Like, if she's the main actress, she's the protagonist over the person we're following. It's really hard for you know. You're not rooting for her. Yeah, she's she's She'll not a you... likable character. She's I mean, a you know, we were all that teenager, age, all made dumb decisions, right? And I get it, you know. So yeah, it's um. I mean, it's really well done. Um, like the actress, she was um Roseanne's uh, sister. Roseanne, the mom.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. That she, that she was
1: great in it. That she did really good. Um. But um. Yeah, like I said, the, the relationship she had with her dad is just way more chill. He's just really like he's kind of like.
0: He's a pushover though.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's not really. Yeah, he's not really there. And the mom's, you know, trying to working her ass off to give her what she wants, and she just kind of fucking that's what she wants anyways and, and then the way she fucks over a friend we've seen that before in other movies you know we've done that before and uh, you know once they to get popular they want to hang out with these people now with their nerdy friends you know we've seen all that before so
0: not knew there yeah she's um, she's and she's in love with this boy and then she's in love with that boy and then yeah um, yeah um, but we've done
1: that but yeah um, she's, she's uh, she gets points from me because she's she'll always be Hannah and she was badass as Hannah so yeah
0: her performance is very good. Yeah,
1: for sure. And if it makes me hate her, then yeah. Um, it's just uh, she's a little smart. I like, you know, she's talking shit when uh, teachers, you know, authority. I don't know. Maybe if I was younger, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, you stick it to the man or fuck the authority. You know,
0: now that I'm a grumpy old man. But now that you are the man, yeah. you're a grumpy old man. Get <laughs> your ass my... in
1: the room right now, fucking step in line, time out you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah so I'm I, I'm mixed in the movie you know like I uh there's things I like about it but then I just like when I watch it again like no I don't want to feel uncomfortable again you know one's enough yeah I, like I get it. that you know, we and watched I, it again she liked it
0: I, I felt that too um that sort of uncomfortableness that who am i rooting for like i should be rooting for the mom but she does some pretty heinous shit especially towards the end you know what i mean
1: the rich even the people she's hanging out with too they're little jackasses
0: yeah everybody's like the dad is the one sort of you know um pretty cool guy character um our stepbrother yeah yeah (laughs) um you know we've seen this movie done before you know the coming of age story and sure. and and we've seen it done well a handful of times um i think oftentimes what we get with this is the protagonist is just that it's we're rooting for it they're adorable they're cute we we see them grow up we you know what I mean this one kind of ends a little abruptly too and so it kind of leaves you like well shit now what kind of thing I almost want the sequel you know Ladybird goes to college um, <laughs> but then at the same time like you were saying I don't want to rewatch it because it's so fucking almost depressing because it's like it's fucking you know teen- teenagerhood thing sucks I'm glad I'm not a teenager anymore it's Especially one of the, but, the rich white get, kid who drives, hates yeah. owning things, yeah. or I hate money. Fucking idiot. Um, so yeah, it's frustrating to to watch it, um, but at the same time, it's like Tony is saying, you do feel for these. You do feel. It makes you feel, and I think that's the that's the point. And they succeeded, and so for that, I, I get a, a solid dollar.
2: I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: Hmm. You know. Hmm. I wasn't bored. I feel like your better half gave it a dollar. She did, but for that, I'll yes. give it a dollar too. Oh there you buy go. that Smart for man. a
1: dollar. Yeah. All right. Does that cover all the extras? Everything we saw on the break.
0: Sounds like it.
1: So, oh, Tony, I did see something. Just, I saw something last night, real quick. I talked uh with uh, I went over Jeff's house, and uh, what was it called? It was called Shot Caller. You guys ever heard of this?
0: I've heard of it. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's a newer theater. film, right? Yeah, it's. And I don't think I ever went to theater. Written and directed by Rick Roman Wah, Waugh. W a u g h. A newly released prisoner is forced. By the leaders of his gang to orchestrate a major crime with a brutal rival gang on the streets of Southern California. And you know, you're expecting I... the typical cast you're thinking yeah. of it. And hold your fucking horses, because my man, Jamie Lannister, <laughs> holding the fort down. Yes, sir. You put a flan on him, you put a handlebar Hulk Hogan mustache, slick back his hair, put a bunch of jail tats, and a big ass peacock right here. <laughs> right. And you got yourself. <laughs> A, a gang member, you're like, "This is Jamie Lannister," you know. Sometimes trying to talk street, and you're just like, eh, "I kind of hear the accent there." How oh, are But you yeah, put my boy like... John Berthall in it, Frank, aka Frank Shotgun. He's got some fucking tats, and he's fucking scary. My boy Benjamin Bratt shows up playing a cop. And well, that's uh... the same
0: guy that did Felon. Oh, okay, that that's movie? a good movie. Yeah, see, it's good move, good film. That's a good movie. Yeah, so. <laughs> We see, right. in,
1: uh, we see him in we see we see him in prison. We see him about to get out. Then we start seeing flashbacks of how he got in there. He was driving his car, him and his wife and uh, the friends were having dinner. They uh, they ran a red light. Well, he ran a red light, killed his friend in the back, and being in jail. His wife's trying to put the house up so they can bail him out. He's like, "No, nah, you know, I gotta do my time." He gets and he's in there for a long time. Next thing we start seeing the little white pride tattoo on his back, hanging out with the wrong group. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got he's got he's got to protect himself, you know he's in jail and um so when we see him in the beginning John berthold has got a got a little crew waiting for him he's just like, hey, got this kid first shot of Afghanistan, he's a slamper he's gonna drive you around he's gonna be your right hand man and uh you know he's got the look he kind of looks like him but I, I can't can't help but to think of Eagle Mortensen and uh, uh the movie Eastern Promises yes yes, and how Teddy was, and he was way more, he was way more menacing. You know what I mean? Like, he's way more believable um, as a badass. I mean, like I said, you could put a flan on him, give him that mustache. But that mustache even looked fake, like it was glued on. I'm not going to lie. It looked like <laughs> it was really fake. I don't know why everybody was mustaches, because Benjamin Bratton it too. He had this, like, big old fucking Mexican Pancho Villa mustache, too, man. I'm like, damn, man. Who's a fucking uh, makeup artist in this movie, man? They just went crazy with the mustaches. I don't know. It's kind of funny. Um but you know, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was a little too long. Like I was getting kind of remember the flashbacks of everything going back. It's like ten years before, and then it would keep going. So it's like, okay, are we present time now, or are we still in flashback mode? You know what I mean? It's not clear. You know, hmm. I don't need the little little little, little transitions to you know tell me that it's back. But just if you're gonna keep going back and forth, at least you know, kind of keep it in order. You know what I mean? That's... um.
0: There's uh, some editing issues or directing well, it's issues. Just,
1: it's or? just odd because, like, like when you're in the flashback, it's going and going, and then you have to kind of notice the tats or his look. If, if like, well, in the very beginning, you know, he's got the Jamie Lancer look, where it's just like the handsome children guy, the short hair, so you know it's him. And in, uh, in the past, right, present time, it's hmm. all jailhouse tat, like back hair, mustache, you know. But. We just, I just don't know how long the flashbacks go. It's like they show us the scene and it's still going. I don't know. Like it could be minor. It just kind mm. of bugged me. Um, but just, I was like, just like getting to the point because I kept looking at Jeff. I'm like, Is the flashback's still going on or we're we getting to the point. I'm like, you know, not that I was in a hurry, but it's just kind of like, all right, let's move the story along, you know, let's keep it going. So, um, but yeah, he gets, I didn't want him to do, um, do a crap. And the guy, in fact, you just watched, uh, Hunters. And Holt mm-hmm. McCullney, you know, the cop that was in uh the mm-hmm. the guy that's helping him. Dude, he plays this he, guy, you gotta look like a, big... a, a yeah, his minute name... role in Justice League. Oh, how funny. He plays this yeah. guy named The Beast. And dude, he looks completely different than he did in uh in uh, Line Hunters. God I was that a picture Line of him in the movie. Dude, he's like he's like huge ribbed, tatted up, he just looks menacing, dude. He just looks creepy. God, this one poster, picture six of number eight on IMDb, is easily the worst Photoshop picture I've ever seen. Dude, fucking, uh, Jamie Lannister looks like a video game character. Send it, let me see. Oh, dude, alright. <laughs> this just fucking funny. Um, yeah, man, the movie's alright. It's, 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 you know, it's worth the watch if you got time, you know, going through Netflix
0: if it's on there. You're not a doing a great job of selling this.
1: I know. Yeah. I, I know I'm not. I know I'm not. Um, cause I'm trying to remember and I just saw it yesterday.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, that is bad.
1: It looks like a video game character. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's like a video game poster. Yeah. I mean, there's some cool um, gangster shit. Some, uh, my boy Albert would have loved this movie. You know, you got gangs in the movie, he's all over it. You know? <laughs> yeah, buying, no, that shit. buying that shit on, on Tuesday when it comes out on DVD. Um, <laughs> you know. There's some stuff like in the, cause I thought it'd be show like more prison shit. It would be scary, you know. And he saw, and, and he's at the cliche of like, let me take out somebody to show how tough I am. You know what I mean? Um, but oh, when he first I've comes seen out, before. yeah, when he first comes out, there's a deputy there or like a sheriff that's working there, like a prison guard. And he's kind of, you could tell he's got a good relationship with them. So he hands him a little piece of paper. Obviously, he's like in cahoots and it tells him like the name of the place he's got to go. Meets up with this old Mexican gangster. Was probably he was locked up with him in the pen situated situate he's like alright you know we're gonna do it. it's feel, it's weird you're thinking like he would stay away from him but if you know they, if they protected him in, in jail he's gotta do something when he's out you know what I mean so he's like he's damn he, his life is, is fucked you know he might as well just cause in the beginning you're thinking he's gonna stay he wants to go back with his wife and kids but once he gets way more like what is it uh, in too deep you know mm. Hit that baseline. Um you feel like he just can't come back. Like his wife is leaving him and now he's just this new person now. Now he's just filling this role in his life now. Cause he's like, Well what else do I have? My wife left and my kids are gone, like this is this is who I am now, you know. I mean if you gonna put a big old white pride tattoo on your back I and mean,
0: you just leave really no. back, you know. So it's never a good idea. Yeah. So but Note, not- uh public service announcement kids don't get swastika's tattooed on you. <laughs> Did he have a I think on his arm, maybe or something. Yeah, I guess he had a bunch of tats.
1: But yeah, it's not bad, dude. It, it, I mean, it's all right. Like, uh, um, you know, it's it's worth a watch. So buy it for a dollar. All right. I'd
2: buy that for a dollar.
1: Oh, oh, and then the week before uh, that, I watched I'm, The Shape I'm... of Water.
0: Can I talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm curious about that. Yeah, good things. This movie is fucking gorgeous, man. Like.
1: You can tell Guillermo Toro is a fan of cinema, man. Like he just yeah. made. If anyone, anybody here in the podcast played Bioshock? Yeah, yeah. Tony, you played it. Yeah. You watch this movie, you're like, this motherfucker needs to make the movie Bioshock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's this beautiful underwater. Like, this is beautiful, dude. Every, okay, written directed by Guillermo. Man, this guy, I love this guy. This fight, this guy can't do no wrong. You know what I mean? So it's it borrows a lot from Creature from the Black Lagoon in a sense where like I'm going to read this one this at a top search, at a top secret research facility in the 1960s a lonely janitor forms a unique relationship with the amphibious creature that is being held in captivity. Anybody want to guess who played the character in the Guillermo del Toro movie?
3: Oh that one Ooh. guy um, fuck, I don't know his name but I, yeah. the Hellboy I'm, water guy
1: Yes, <laughs> Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he plays the Amphibian Man. Sally Hawkins plays the Jenner. She's, she don't talk. She, um, Octavia Spencer's a co-worker. He's always kind of protecting. Him. People are always kind of mean to her. Michael Shannon's in the house. He's a fucking prick and he plays mean motherfucker. Awesome. Richard Jenkins is always great. Like when I was watching Jeff goes, I could watch any move. It's like, if, if, oh no, he goes, if Richard Jenkins was in every movie, I wouldn't have a problem with that.
2: <laughs>
1: He's great in it. In the very beginning, we get this beautiful cinematography, this like underwater world, and we come across, um, Lissa, who's super quiet, but she, she kind of like, was on her own. She has this little routine. it's naked, gets in the shower, and y'all, like, starts masturbating. You're like, whoa, whoa. Like, you gotta look at the rating and go, oh shit, it's rated R. Okay. Makes sense. You're like, all right. Um, she, Accidentally goes into the room where the some creature is there, and you're just like fascinated, right? Because you're like,
2: whoa,
1: actually captured something that's like, and nobody knows what it is, and it's in the wild, and the and the and the effects are. I mean, come on! Every time he puts on one of those creature effects, it's amazing. And there's a really cool thing where like, the eyes blink a certain way, like from the side and up and down. It's the creature work is really cool, and Doug Jones always, you know, makes the creatures come to life. There's, there's this cool, like, unique story where like she's doing sign language to him. And he's responding to it and then you know they kinda of come in and do an experiment, and so Michael Shannon is just a fucking prick to him. He just handcuffs him, starts beating him, and just starts treating him like shit. So he's kinda of like afraid of like, you know, humans, except when ever she comes in, you know, she comes over, she um, she boils some eggs, like some hard boiled eggs, and she kinda of, she gets them to him. At first he's kinda of hesitant, doesn't know if he should eat it. And you see this beautiful like friendship that's been happening, maybe a relationship. And uh, and it goes from and it, and it goes. I don't want to spoil anything else because I think you guys have to watch because it's like this. It says adventure drama fantasy. It's definitely like this. Like it's cool because she lives like under uh like she lives above the theater. So there's like a theater that lives underneath her. I don't know Jenkins is her neighbor or, or roommate. I can't I can't talk because she was always like in one place. She couldn't. I watched it a while back, so it's kind of kind of foggy, but. The with the Toro, like he could tell his love of monsters, his love of cinema, is throughout this movie. Like you watch interviews about him, but when he he won the Golden Globe for Best Director for this movie, um, which was really cool to see. And um, God, I, yeah, I really think you guys should watch. I mean, anybody, the fact that any lover of movies should watch this movie. It's it's a unique experience. It's like I said, some different. If you're tired of your superhero movies, and if you're tired of you know your teen angsty movies. You want something new, refreshing? This movie right here fucking does it. And it's sad to say, like, if I would have, um, watched this before, I could, it could easily have made my top 10. Like, that's how good it is. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, on first viewing, it's a high dollar. It's a fucking dollar. I'd buy that
2: for a dollar. Yeah.
1: So, it's cool to see, um, it's, it's funny. I would think Universal would watch this and go, fuck we should have hired that guy to start our universal monster franchise, you know, instead of, uh, Oh yeah. So, um, cause you know, That's a damn good point. he had that museum in LA, you know, where he had all this like cool, exhibits. I mean, if you've seen, you've seen Hellboy, right? You've of seen course. the creature effect and all those fucking things. I mean, it's, Oh yeah. They're always outstanding.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah, this movie, yeah, this movie focuses on one and it's not too scary. And he's, he's kind of playful. Oh, it's just, it's just, Like you're just so drawn to the screen when you're watching, like their interaction, you know, because you don't. It's a monster, but you don't know. You know, if he's got claws and fangs, he's gonna fuck shit up when he can. He has to, you know,
0: bear with his claws and
1: yeah, pretty much. Like when Michael Shans fuck with him, you don't mind him if you would rip his fucking hat off, you know. But then when when Sally's there, she's playing a record for him, and he's listening to music. It's like, how could you interact with the like um not not like with an animal? You like well at least with like a ape or gorilla you can do sign language you know but how about a, a creature where it's a little more advanced and more humanoid you know what I mean it's just kind of fascinating I don't know so really cool fucking movie So definitely I'd love for you guys to check it out
0: alright I think that's it <laughs> yeah well this is kind of like what we were saying at the beginning of the show yeah we it's, had a lot to yeah.
1: catch up on Yeah, so a lot of catch like,
0: up because yeah. we didn't yeah. do any of that catching up last week so
1: yeah it went a little long, so we figured that be it, it would be its own podcast. So, um, but now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming, and we do have a homework and extra credit that was um, given to us by the champ. Yes, he's mm-hmm. still the champ. <laughs> our boy Reed, NZ Reed, and uh, he wanted us to review Inception and uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Now, I think Art is still salty that when he was champ, he didn't get all these like perks and everything. So to that, what do yes. we say, Harley?
0: Go fuck yourself. We <laughs> keep playing the game. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Oh, and keep donating to the
0: podcast. <laughs> Patreon dot com backslash the Bad Boys Podcast. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, yes. So, I, well, think well, I, I mean, did... mean, you know, we're playing it by ear every week. So,
1: yeah. You know we know how much Tony hates inception, so let's let him take yes. over and,
3: and talk about inception yes. um all right I mean I don't think we need to talk to you know introduce this movie uh, everybody's already familiar with it um I ran this through my metrics. it got a perfect score
1: whoa wow. whoa 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 so
0: go. it's got an eight point eight on i m d b
3: yeah.
1: Let's let's read, read those metrics to me again, sir.
0: <laughs>
1: How did it get a
3: perfect score? Got a perfect score? Uh, Let's see. That's, that one's over here. Dude, this
0: came out in 2010, y'all. It's seven years old. It holds up so well. Eight years old. Well, give me a fucking break.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, seven years old. Yeah, still, seven years old. How fucking nutty is that?
3: Mm-hmm. That's great. Um... You know, dreams—they're timeless, so it's it's always going to be a, it's always going to apply.
0: That's a that's a very good point. <laughs> um,
3: uh, so I've got um, story, performance, emotion, visual, audio, importance, engagement, and fun. Fives and all that, all of them.
2: Damn. Well,
3: God yeah, man. it's good shit. It's good shit. Now I know I know one of the reasons we, um i have a reputation on uh the podcast that i don't like ambiguous endings
2: why uh, why do you say that <laughs>
3: because it's news to me yeah,
0: yeah
3: it's uh, something about them it just doesn't
1: why do they bug you so much why do you hate
3: it's 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 it feels lazy on the, like the part of the filmmaker Feels very lazy. Unless think, it's, unless it's intentional, unless well, it's listen? very well crafted, or it's got enough, um, heft and weight to it at the end to have a conversation about it, or it does something with the ambiguity. But if it just drops it off and goes, kind of, it's kind of like they're laughing at you, like, ha, you'll never be able to figure out what I really meant. Like, fuck you. Do you think he was being lazy or? No, no, this movie is, is, no, in this movie, the amb- it, it, there, the ambiguity is left there as a kind of like a, like a like a thread for you to follow, and if you if you take it and you you follow it and you go down it, you'll discover a bunch of shit and it, that's really cool. Like it, it, it's not just there as a loose end that you pull it and it just you know dangles off and you know you're left holding a piece of string. Uh, it, this uh, this is actually solid. Um, Fuck all
1: that! I don't like pulling on thread. I want them to tell me the ending.
3: Well, that's the thing. It is there. the The ending is there, but I got I got to do a search for it. Wait.
0: So interestingly enough, okay. Obviously, the, everything about this movie. The t- even my fucking 14, 15 year old. She's now fifteen. I uh, was watching the movie a couple days later. And at the end of it, she was like, it's really sad though, that it was all just a dream. And I was like, but was it? <laughs> and she got all like, oh. Whoa. And I'm like, that's the big, that's all the talk. It's was it? Does it stop? And I, my optimistic side always said it stops. This time I watched it and I kind of leaning towards it keeps spinning.
3: So. You mean because of other things in the film or because of the, just the top itself? One one thing,
0: and that is the kids are wearing the same outfit at the end as they are in all the flashbacks.
3: No, they're, it's just similar. It's not the exact same outfit. Oh, is it not? Yeah, it's, it's just very similar.
1: Oh, no, it's just so same. That was no, it's, There's an article
0: it, it, on there. No way. Yep. Look at it. You watched it again, right? They felt the same. I mean, they, they might the have been same. slightly. They felt the clothes on the children that we never see their face felt the same. <laughs> um, and that really. Has anyone was read like,
1: an article or, or interview with Nolan and said what he said at the end?
0: No, I think he's always left it amb- ambiguous. Oh, ambiguous. Please say that el- the word. Ambiguously. <laughs> <A-esto- mientras. laughs> Tony, if you can spell that, you can make it this week's title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but you first have to spell it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's
1: it's it's you know it's it's a so t- cool like heist movie too, you know. But it's like it, we're we're not we're not robbing a bank or anything, but we're robbing people's like dreams of mind. and we're going inside a dream within a dream. It's just so fascinating, and different, you know. It's really well crafted, and fucking everybody that's in it is just fucking fantastic. It's just a who's who it's of a, actors. It's a, some of my favorites too, you
0: know. It's a perfect film when Joseph Gore levitt purposes. and Tom Hardy.
1: I want to see a movie with Tom Hardy and Joseph oh, Gordon. Gosh. Give me Jesus that, buddy. Give Christ. me Arthur and Ames. Fucking buddy cop movie now. Yes, any that's day fucking meant the week. You know I mean, there's condescending tone, and you want to know what a mm-hmm. kick is? This is a kick. I just fucking mm-hmm. love it. You mustn't be afraid to dream about bigger, darling. Come on, I mean, come on. God, they're so great. You know, I love like Justin Gordon when looks at Ellen. He's like, he's like, hey, give me a hey, come on, give me a kiss. He's like, oh, well, it's like it didn't work. It's like, oh, well, worth a shot. And the look she gives him—it's it's so up. fucking great.
0: It's, <laughs> it's funny. It's the one thing I think from Nolan's films. It probably is right up there with the least. Comedic, like there's very little humor in this film whatsoever. Right. Yeah. I mean, that literally Bad is the, the kick. yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no jokes, and even in well, the Batman films, though.
1: When like when when they're trying this the sedative, and they keep kicking Joseph <laughs> go 11 over, he keeps waking up.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But it's not. Yeah, there's not. I mean, I feel like there's more humor in right. in in just about all his films. Um, and I don't, it doesn't bother me. I mean, yeah, the film's long, but it's, it's amazing. It's the, the amount, I think the thing that really sets Nolan apart, and I, you know, I don't want to review Nolan. I want to review Inception is his love of practical effects, the work of miniatures, the, it, even when things. Oh, that are always
1: scene. F- fucking forget about it.
0: Oh Incredible. Jesus
1: Christ. Even when I was watching it, even I feel like I was scenes, watching it brand new again. And just and just it
0: does. And you're just kinda of going, How the fuck are you doing that? Even in the scenes like with the avalanche and the trees, you're like, Oh yeah, I can tell that's a miniature. But you know what? I give you fucking brownie points for doing a miniature and not digital. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It feels like I mean, ironically, we're talking about lazy filmmaking. And I feel like in today's day and age, every filmmaker just goes, yeah, just do that digital. Just do it digital. Just fucking hire some nerd. He'll he'll make it photorealistic, and that's mm-hmm. the truth. I mean, nowadays, the special effects are so goddamn good. They're photorealistic, but they don't add to a film. And when I watch movies like this, and I see the fucking hallway scene, and I see all the miniature work, and I see the entire sets in the snow, and that's just the fucking another dream sequence and the the shootout scene the the car chase scene and the rain it's like not even
1: that little subtle things of like movie magic where they're talking about the paradox and they're going up the stairs and and then he ends up being on top again and then the way the camera moves we just like the it's It's almost like the stairs move but are they really moving the camera's just coming down and it was always like that the whole time but if you're filming from the top it looks like it you know it's like, so and subtle. Chasing him, and then now all of a sudden he's on top of the stairs and it comes down on him. And he's just like paradox, Throws him down. You're like, that was, fucking, that was badass. I was like, it's fucking so cool. So subtle.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And, and all that shit just adds up. I, I'll i say this. When when it was picked, I kind of had a sigh. a sigh, Like, oh, this is a long movie. I've seen it three or four times. Right. You know, I've I, I've seen the movie. I know I know it's all about the top. I know the I, I know the top stops. I just know. I know that it's not a dream. I know he gets his kids. You know, yeah. Tom Hardy. kind of early in his career. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's long. I remember it being long. Um, you know, is it is the replayability with with. Um, uh, mall, you know, am, am, am I gonna am I gonna be able to? That's a big part of the story is is his relationship with his wife. Am I gonna be? Is that gonna bring me back in? And so I was I was negligent on rewatching it, and then I started watching it, and I was like, we were like, and Chris watched it with me, and we were like an hour and a half into it, and I was like, dude, I could easily fucking finish this. And we just f- kept watching it, like, yeah, yeah. just watched it straight through. It's like we're so—I sp- don't want to say spoiled, but we're so used to movies. I mean, I—I'll uh, bring well, it we up can again just get just up for and go sh- get
1: some meat or get some drink or program. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. When we took an hour break, you know, we yes. did some other stuff. We had to eat dinner, blah blah blah. But we did. We we were excited to pick it up. See, I've how, literally how
1: great is that. Wow! Well, what what a great fucking feeling that is, right? To where you're like you're probably stuffing your face all quick to eat your dinner like a kid who goes so you can play
2: a couple yeah, more yeah. minutes you of a game so you you
1: know? You're yeah. you're hurrying up so you can finish the movie you've already seen before, but it's like you're watching it new again. That is great. Yeah. That is a good that's a sign of a great movie.
2: Yeah.
0: The 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 dream sequences with the, the cityscape replays so well, so amazing
2: i haven't watched that um, for the first
0: time. Like, know, holy shit! When he's showing, yeah, and everybody's ripped it off now. Yeah. Um, strange. <laughs> yeah, like you said, the my only, my one and only critique is Ken oh, Watanabe's shit. accent is so ah, fucking heavy. I yeah. have a really hard time understanding. Ways. You got to mm-hmm. put on subtitles. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's not that's not uncommon with Christopher Nolan.
3: I think I've seen it so many times with subtitles that I watched it without subtitles and it was okay because you know, my mind know, yeah. filled in the blanks. <laughs> um, Look at this
1: motherfucker right here. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's it's that old, and I was watching it again. and I was like, I was. I'm like you, Harley. I I was watching all the way through. I'm like, yeah, this is a fucking well made movie. I love like a, a group getting together to do a heist, you know, and he throwing character actors or characters or actors that I love, like Tom Hardy and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And, uh, even I started to become a more and more fan of Leo. You know, I'm always kind of like, eh, I don't know, but mm-hmm. just seeing him more and more, I, I'm just getting a little more and more impressed.
0: He's so good. Like his performances when he's dealing with mall and the scene when she's going to jump, I mean, go ahead and we can spoil the shit out of this film. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's so good. Like I, this is why filmmakers oh, liked, yeah. This is why filmmakers want to work with him. This is why Martin Scorsese worked with him so many goddamn well, times. Well,
1: think about it, dude. And he's gonna work with Tarantino in this Manson movie, whatever. But think about it, who yeah. else has a fucking career where, like, they got um, Scorsese, um, Tarantino, Nolan, like, you know, um, the the revenant director. What's his name?
0: Uh, Alejandro. G in your Redu or whatever in fuck. Yeah. In your has, redo, has, yeah. Has, has, has uh, Leo ever worked with Spielberg? Uh, yeah. It, uh, catch me if you can. See, there you we go. We just reviewed it. That's it. See? Motherfucker, wish you all the best. So, has, he like done, has he worked with Ridley Scott yet? Body of Limes? Uh, yep. There you go. Good job.
2: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God
0: damn! Mean, obviously he's worked funny. with Cameron. I mean, Cameron made him. Yeah. Um, right. See, that's it. He's, he's no, worked. You're, with, you're like uh, you could
1: have stopped the Cameron, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Funny
1: story. Uh, back when he was only in growing pains, when before he was Leo that he is now. Clint uh, Eastwood. Uh, what?
0: Oh, he's worked. Clint, Clint. Eastwood. That's another one. Right. Eastwood. Yeah. he worked with listen, Eastwood. He so worked unreal. with sam mendez on revolutionary road oh yeah See?
1: unreal he um when he was in growing pains when he's filming growing pains you know he's just a little kid actor uh, Amy, i even remember seeing him at burbank at the street light she was like at the at the light and uh here he comes pulls up in a little black lowered civic <laughs> like so it's Leonardo DiCaprio when he, when he takes off and it's no big deal nice. and we're and we're laughing about that because um, Remember Tony, the last time when you went, <laughs> and she kept talking about like, oh yeah, Burbank's no big deal. I see celebrities all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve walked in into Reese's house. We <laughs> oh, were just laughing about that. Um, yeah. The, yeah. So let's give it this movie review because we've already, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this before in the past. I'm sure we reviewed it. I think when, when it came on the thing, so, right? I mean, remember, yeah. uh, I think your friend joined us, right, Tony? I don't remember. Podcast, you remember? No, I don't remember. I remember, just you, I remember you and him texting each other like for three days straight about this fucking movie. <laughs> remember? remember? No. You, know, you don't remember that? No. I remember you came over to my house and you'd keep going, oh, oh. He'd send, he'd send you a point or something. he start texting him back all aggressively. Oh, yeah? This. Vaguely remember that. He'd go back. It was just fun to watch. It was great. Yeah, I vaguely remember
3: that. Did you guys see the link I just posted? No. Nope. Hold Look up. at the link I just posted. It's yeah. a picture of a side-by-side side of their clothes, uh-huh. the kids' clothes, and the clothes are different. They're just very similar. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Oh.
0: Uh, I would say that's all it takes. Let's have stop spinning. <laughs> the girl looks older on the right. Exactly. Uh, it's a bad shot. Well, the kid well, well is, he, She's kid, supposed the kid to be too, older.
3: She's supposed to be older. If she was the same age, then that's the representation in the dream. So yeah. it, it it fits. So, um I mean, but it, it, here's the thing I think that I felt, even when I first saw this movie the first time in a theater, it doesn't really matter if the top falls or not, because the point of the ending is that he's home and he walked away from it. That was the important
0: part. Yeah, I- he, yeah, he, and I, the, I get what, I get what you're saying. I think the top spinning or
3: not spinning is more for the viewer. Exactly. Um the the the, the top was never his totem. He specifically says it was, it was Mal's totem, right? Yeah. So it was never his. Um the the thing that was driving him through most of the movie was his guilt for being yes. responsible for Mal's death.
0: Spoiler alert.
3: Yeah, who's listening to this and hasn't watched Inception? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, of um, course, But uh, but yeah, so he's been holding on to that his entire life, and the, the the or since she died, and the top represented that guilt. So every time he would spin it when he was awake was just a way for him to hold on to that guilt. And what happened at the end? He finally let her go. That's how he finally got out of the dream. Um, the and editing of the
0: film really feels like he—he's so excited to see his kids. He doesn't—he—he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't yes, have patience yeah. to look at the top.
3: Absolutely, but it's still tied. That, that's something that he's been carrying with him the, the entire time he's been away. Is his wife's—the guilt for his wife's death. He finally let that go, and the—the the letting the top go and ignoring it was a symbolic of that. That's just the movie, you know, that's just what and also they put in
1: totem, the totem. He said it was hers.
3: Exactly. That's what I just well, yeah, said. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's what that's I just that's said. That's, yeah. It's her totem, not his. Right. Um,
1: yeah, like when, he, when he explained it to her, like, don't touch it or whatever.
3: Hey, I, it sounds like a cliche,
0: but this is one of those movies where you catch something new every fucking time you mm-hmm. watch it. I just
1: typed in, too, like on Google, like uh, Inception, does top fall or not? I <laughs> just
2: like,
0: like this, oh, like there's college. a million. Yeah, oh, like, are you kidding me? It goes on forever. It's days and days. Um Yeah. Um and so every time you watch it, you see something new. And I I mean it's an amazing film that you know, rewatch you can just rewatch it and rewatch it, and the performances I are so goddamn good and the special effects, it's fun.
3: Um I did yeah, find a plot hole uh, or Laney kind of pointed out a plot hole this time around. That made me go, Close. oh shit. Oh, that's a that's like one of those little details that slipped that slipped Nolan's mind. He if he would have just put in like a two second little clip, he could have explained it away, but it's there, and you kinda of have to invent a reason why it wasn't a big deal. Um hmm. so do you remember when uh the van chase? Right? Yes. During that whole heist the main, you know, sequence Everything was yep. supposed to be a kick, right? Everything, the 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 sedative. I know what you're talking
0: about? Because I kind of felt the same thing. I'm like,
3: wait a second, isn't there a couple kicks in here?
0: When right, when the van is, is tumbling,
3: shit. why aren't the people in the room scattered all over the walls? Waking up. And why aren't yeah. they waking? Exactly. I was like, oh man, this that's such a yeah. it, it, it it's a plot hole that he could have. He could have just put in two seconds worth of, oh, wait, of clips didn't, to explain it. When
1: they go back it. to the hotel room, weren't they all scattered everywhere? No,
3: they weren't. They were floating as if they just went straight up, not as if they tumbled yeah. around the room. So it's like just a little, it's it's a tiny little little detail. Um,
0: Fiddle-making error, I guess you could say. Yeah.
3: To the trivia.
0: We put it up in the trivia.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean... And we guy, we explained I mean, this it guy, as...
1: This guy, this guy getting deep, man. He's just like... If you're looking for a clue that Cobb is still dreaming at the end of the film, consider this. The movie teaches that subconscious elements work their way through dreams. Mal and Cobb's anniversary suite number is 3502. The train that barrels down on the team and uses dream is also number 3502. And the taxi they hail is number 2053. Likewise, the random string of numbers Fisher arbitrarily gives a combination to his father's safe is 52849... And this guy just goes on and on with all these numbers and everything. It's like
0: mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, motherfuckers the fuck is breaking it down to like?
3: It's cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm
4: sure Does there's mean...
0: fans of this movie that it's oh, their yeah. favorite movie of all time. Um, yeah, that's it's that's no surprise. Um, yeah, for me it's just a slater. It's just one of the many slaters from this fucking that filmmaker. Was a fucking movie. Um but I will say, you know, I I hate to say it but out of his IMDb it, his Batman films are some of my least favorite. They're not bad films, don't get me wrong. Um but I feel like he, he his strength is in these original films where he you know he's not stuck with this Having to make a good guy versus bad guy, there's this ambiguity that you know Cobb is not a good guy you know he's he's very selfish i mean I mean you know since we're talking spoilers, that whole plot line of of you know if they die because the the timeline is so long um which Nolan must like because he obviously deals a lot with that with Interstellar the whole time extending kind of thing you know 15 minutes here 10 hours here blah 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 Cobb putting them in a position of of getting stuck in the dream so to speak and not telling them was villainous to a whole new level and they kind of gloss over it a little bit you know Tom Hardy's character kind of mentions it but he kind of rolls with it you know Mm -hmm. Um, but if you just look at that from face value, what this character does, what he tells everybody, he tricks them, you know, I'll just shoot him because it'll be fine. I'll just wake up and everything will be fine. I mean, we'll we'll fail the mission, so to speak, but, but we won't be dead or brain dead or stuck. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Cobb has to trick them to get them to, that's, that's horrific. The, I'd be. I'd be losing my fucking mind if somebody pulled that shit on me. You know what I mean? Um, and that happens. He's not a good guy. Um, and so, but we, you know, we we sympathize with him at the same time. We obviously, we build relationships with all the other characters. And so, um, and I feel like he can, he can... Um, uh what's the word explore those ideas better than he can when he's kind of boxed in with this comic book you know good guy there's got to be a villain maybe two villains but you know what I mean I feel like I feel like when he's just allowed to make these fucking grand films they just excel so um this is right up there Um so yeah
1: I was reading something here on the plot holes or whatever, and it says um, a big part of Cobb's motivation is his desire to see his children again, and Sato finally convinces Cobb to do the Inception by promising to use his political connections to allow Cobb to return to the U.S. However, no thought is given to bringing Cobb's children to Europe to visit him. Did <laughs> they ever mention that?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Um... Yeah, from just a visiting standpoint, that'd be a piece of cake. And they're obviously powerful enough and wealthy enough that they could they could make that happen, no problem. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but what do you guys give it? I feel like I haven't heard either one of you. Oh, yeah. Tony, what'd you give it?
3: Give you one guess. It's got a perfect score on my metrics. <laughs> this thing's yeah. a Slater. A
1: that when was a fucking movie. I'm not up there with you, man. This is gonna be certified fresh right here. Just certified certified. Later. It's That was a fucking movie. Yeah, like I say watching again, I haven't watched it in years, and even though it's long, got that long running you know some movies you watch and it's got a long running title, you're like, Oh man. But this movie I right when starts, I'm like, boom, uh, I mean uh, big bowl of popcorn, bam. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Oh, right. yeah. Right.
0: So, this is pure escapism at its finest absolutely. finest. I mean it's a science fiction film, I guess you could call it, but I mean you know, and it just raises the questions. I mean, it's so fascinating to think like if I could force my, if I could create the dream, you know, it's like it's like with Ellen Page's character. He's like, oh, she'll be back. Yeah. I've never seen anybody pick it up that quick, and yeah. the real world just won't be enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm like, fucking a. Which yeah. well, goes back like, that. <laughs> mm-hmm. if I could, but not only just me. If- but then also planning ideas and then the way, you know, the way they, Oh yeah. The idea of inception. Yeah. There's so much to this film. Oh, that's right.
3: One of the things, um, Lainey and I talked about is that the whole top spinning thing was more about incepting the audience with the idea just to have the thought that Mm -hmm. what if your world isn't real, you know, (laughs) you know, that's, that's the movie trying to do inception on the audience. Not Same that point. it had anything to do with the plot.
1: Yeah.
3: Which just, I mean, you know, just one more detail to add to the movie that it was intentional and well done. Yeah.
1: So what do you guys All think? Right. You guys think uh, Reed and Art and Denali, they're
0: going to... Uh, the predictions are going to be spot on this yeah. time? Or... They're going to be some... Uh, yeah. They're going to get I this. think most of them are going to think this three is a slides Yeah. All right. Alright, let's see. Let's see who's going
1: first. We're to the champ first or we're going to the challenger first?
3: I'm just going with whoever, um, the first one oh, who first called order. in. Beautiful. Going by order. So this was on Saturday. This person called. I wonder who this is.
4: Hola, amigo. amigo me. Hey, now. Hola, Hola amigos. Feliz Nano Waiver or something like Happy New Year, um, to Harley, Tony, and Fonzo. Homework this week. Uh, Inception. One of my favourite films of all time. Uh, it's top three on all time lists that I make. Wow. Sometimes. Um, I think Harley will give this a slater. He, Boom. he really Boom. enjoy what this film's doing. I think Tony is gonna give it a dollar. Uh, <laughs> probably doesn't like the links and he may have say something about holes in logic or something like that (laughs) and fonzo i think is Mm. going to give it a slater fonzo has a really intelligent head screwed onto his body and he knows what's up thanks sir on to
1: all right that's one so no
3: bonus points hmm
4: not for that Yeah, money. I
0: didn't double or nothing on anything. I'm this later,
3: yeah. So, all right. All right, here we go to Sunday's submission.
5: Hey, what's up, bad boys? New year. But you must have forgot who the champ is. Well, the current oh. champ is none other than Mr. Reed Wilson. But I had about a three-week winning streak there, and uh, no one gave me shit. I didn't get to pick up any moves. <laughs> So, I'm here to remind you guys that <laughs> what champ have you is done back. For me exactly. Moment. You know, you're for second place. But, anyways, here we go with this week's homework is Inception. Wow, Reed picked it. I was champ three times over. I didn't get to pick shit. But, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crying ass bitch. Keep that
3: attitude.
1: Yeah, you won't ever get to pick.
3: What's funny is that we didn't come up with a reward system until later, so that's why. Yeah. That's a. That's a the main reason why <laughs> Well that's the secondary reason The main reason is because we hate we, you We waiting for him to lose And then we,
5: we... <laughs> Yeah I'm not crying over that So Obviously. New year, new start Here we go I'm going bold I'm going to say A fucking Slater All three of you And I'm going to d- 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 Double down on that Ooh, Oh shit
0: Oh
3: <laughs> wow! There it is. Wait, I'm confused.
0: did he double oh, on, down man. and call it a certified Slayer?
3: Yep. Oh,
2: okay. so there it
0: is.
2: How many is.
0: points is that? That's seven. Yep. Okay. I think so. Onza? Yeah, I think so too. Is he v doubled down on certified Slayer? That's two points per person plus a bonus point for. Getting, Get, all, getting right. all right, that's
2: right. Damn, so
1: oh, Reed coming in strong. Reed for got two <laughs>
0: points. Reed got two points, and Art got seven. Damn, on Wednesday to too.
1: Yeah,
5: and cash it in, baby.
1: Cash it in. On to the
5: homework. Ten things I hate.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. <laughs> okay. What about
3: the
5: dollar? What boom. did do? boom.
3: Uh, he do? Tony, Ronaldo is yep DQ'd. This round. Hit that. With
1: uh, like squad douche. Have to play. He's, yeah, he's okay. All right. Now looking good. Damn, Ari coming in fucking hot. Not only did he pick all the slaters, he's like, I'm doubling down. I, I remember the rules this time. Man, I ain't fucking <laughs> around. I'm coming back with my title.
3: It's the way to start the year, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, he said he was the champ for a reason. He did win three weeks straight, so. You know that wasn't a fluke. You forget it, Harley. Why are you hating mm. my man Harley oh, on my man Art
0: like that? What are you hate.
2: Huh?
1: Can I your tongue?
0: I'm 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 speechless. I mean, this was <laughs> this is like when Oh when uh, Reed did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm like also you're saying Reed read. did it better because he did it first. No,
1: not at all. <laughs> you don't like Art doing it because he's Mexican. I hate
0: both of them. Okay, I think I no love for fucking New Zealanders. <laughs> fucking he's like wannabe Australian. What the fuck.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 oh boy, here we go. Just make sure you bleep all that out, Tony. <laughs> um... All right, so so this is the extra credit, right? Arts at homework, right? but
3: yeah, extra.
1: I'm confused. Ten things I hate about you. Kill Junger. What else? What else is this person directed? Look at that picture on IMDb. My man is having a good old time by the water with his laptop on. He's got his shade. he got his glasses. Oh yeah, look at him.
2: He's, he's, he's just that chilling. Money.
1: Yeah, my man is just chilling. He's living the life. Look, he's by the lake, got a computer. Except it wouldn't be an Apple.
0: Tomatoes look yeah, like apples this guy directed a 2014 movie called ten things I hate about life Well there you go one day is that is interesting uh, I, I, I had yeah, I don't know I don't think so
1: I had nobody anybody that made knows. like straight to TV cool shit.
3: two teens unexpectedly fall in love yeah. just before they are about to kill themselves whoa
1: okay yeah. All right. I'll call that. It's too harsh let's go back to this one Mm. I think Let's they go back to this. You guys ever seen this? Feel good. Yes. Oh yeah, okay. I've seen it a bunch of times. Joseph Gordon-Levitt double feature. How about that? Yeah, I noticed I that too. that, I ain't nothing wrong with that. Or Heath Ledger in it. Rest in peace. Julia Stiles. Rest in peace. Her career. Cause we ain't never see her anymore. Uh, Larissa Oleynik. Oh, I used to have a big crush on her because she used to be on this Nickelodeon show called The Secret World of Alex Mack.
3: Yes, Alex Mack.
1: Remember that show? Mm-hmm. Fucking a. And, uh, yeah, you got, um, you see a lot of characters popping into Gabriel Gabriel Union, uh, Andrew King, back in the day, yeah, Alison Janney, David Krummeltz. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about this movie? Here's a, what's the last thing you guys watched? It's been a while.
0: Um, you know, this is one of those movies I've seen a bunch of times. I've probably seen it, you know, four or five, maybe six times. Probably not that many times, but you know, at least three or four.
1: Motherfucker <laughs> just explain <laughs> Then he's like, "Oh, you know, not doing." It. What the <laughs>
0: fuck? <laughs> I had two beers, three beers, oh, nine. I don't oh. know. Again, your counting um, is completely
1: wrong. <laughs> I Two yeah. nine. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it's a it's a I, I feel like for me it's a um uh, uh guilty pleasure. It's this is not a good movie. Um, the performances are bad. Um, uh, you know, Heath Ledger, God rest his soul. I mean, he's probably the most charismatic character just because, but even him, like, I don't know. Um, you know, there's some issues, so to speak. Um, JGL is young and he looks young. Um, <laughs> That's funny. He looks young. He is young. Oh my god. All
1: right. Just stop talking.
0: It's okay. it's not a it's not a great film, but at the same time, I enjoy it. It's, I don't know
3: there is something about. about it. This yeah. is a
0: great fucking movie. It's a guilty pleasure. It's not a great film. It's a bad movie that's fun it's not. to watch. No, it's not. Stop right there. What are you talking about? All
1: right. Because right. the there's a, are a difference bad. between what are you talking about
3: There's a difference between the quality of the film and the enjoyment of it. Exactly. And I feel like the quality of the film isn't all that great, no, but it's still it's fun. Not. Yeah, oh exactly.
1: God. You guys are fucking out of your mind.
3: Oh,
0: my gosh. This, this wasn't directed by Christopher Nolan. This was directed by a dude sitting at a lake.
3: i having Mac a good old book.
0: fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. exactly.
3: Good old time. That, that outweighs the cinematic qualities of it.
1: What was yeah. it? What was the Shakespeare take on this? It was, the um, uh, the something of the shrew. Yeah, the, the taming of the shrew. That's what it was. Right. So that's from William Shakespeare played the death. Yeah, the taming of the shrew. And, uh, yeah, you know, a pretty popular teenager can't go on a date until her ill-tempered older sister does. And Jos Gorlev's trying to get with, uh, Bianca, but Katerina's a bitch. And we we'll find out why later on. Um, so they, so, um, Jessica live, tries to make a plan to get Heath Ledger to go out with her, and he's just like, what the fuck, man? I can usually get any chick. What's What's with this chick, you know? Now he finds it as a challenge, but then ends up falling in love with her. And, uh yeah, David Crumontz, man, just the fucking funny-ass scenes all over the place. Andrew Keegan being a prick. I, I still use a line from the one movie, just a random scene where the guy's playing golf, and he's like, just grip it, and rip it. I still fucking say that line from this fucking this movie right here. Let us do Cleo's playing is in the band, playing in the in the movie. Fucking Monique Powell from Safe Ferris is playing the Safe Ferris playing in this movie. This movie, I'm gonna fucking shock you guys. This is a fucking Slater right
2: mm-hmm. here.
1: I doubt that these guys are gonna going. guess it, if they do, I'll be shocked. But I fucking love this movie. Whenever it's on, I'll watch it. I've watched it countless times. I'll continue watching it. Not guilty pleasure at all. I love this movie, this movie. I think the performances are good. I don't know what you're talking about. These guys So
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I, I, I made metrics for this. And uh, and the metrics ended up at 2.5. Right smack, mm. smack in the middle between a waste of time and a dollar. But this movie, my my metrics don't have nostalgia in them. And oh. I think that's one of those. This is one of those movies where it. But you're not a big fan of nostalgia, though. You don't like leaning to I'm that not. movie. I'm mm. not. You're right. I'm Fabulous not. point. You're right. I'm not and that's why i took it off of my metrics because it's like i it, nothing ever gets it but this movie i think it added to the enjoyment of uh, the the outside of the movie itself like it it makes me remember when i you know first watched it or something i don't know there it yeah. does have an element of nostalgia so i push it up to a dollar i will give it mm. that's the i will push my rating up to give it a dollar. Boom. All right. How about I you, Grouchy Pants?
0: Who, me? Yeah, you. I already told you, man. This what? is a fun movie. This is... It's a, <laughs> it, it's, it's a terrible film that's fun to watch. And so, yeah, it absolutely gets a dollar. Um, I, I think you're fucking smoking dollar. crack if you give it a slater. But, you know... <laughs>
2: Re- um, re- no, I mean, yeah, the villain, kids, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, sure. The kids liked it. Um although there was a couple of inappropriate moments for Mazzy, but you know. Well, when Dave Cromwell um, goes,
1: there's a dick in my face, isn't there?
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: That delivery That's funny. Great. Funny. I going um, to go to the bar and he hits his fucking in his hand, he's like, Hey, don't eat those peanuts, you can get hepatitis C. Just see those two are like they're that same seed. Where like the guy's about to hit the cue ball, he just fucking picks the ball up and looks at it, and just puts it back on the table for no <laughs> reason. Becker's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And why is he at the bar, Patrick Verona? Because he's a badass. I heard once he didn't he say there's all these stories about him that he killed a duck once, or
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, I think it's great. The dad's great too. He's just fucking great. You know,
0: he's he's um he's Larry fucking Miller. hilarious. He's the funniest yeah. character for sure. Yeah, for sure. Being the dad that sort of cliche dad, but he it works so well with him. Mm -hmm. Um his character is a slater. (laughs) Um give the teacher too, (laughs) Mr. Morgan. He's funny. So no, it's it's fun. It's not a great again, it's not a great movie, but it is a lot of fun. Um it it's it's one of those that's very um what's the word I'm looking for age? Like it shows its age kind of thing, you know, yeah, on if we, yeah, if we, if we saw this movie now, it would be cell phones, RS social networking, you know, um, it's, yeah, a, but it's a, nice and nice and to look back it, at where it wasn't like that. It is absolutely. Um, and so that that adds. I can't. I do buy into the nostalgia. Um, and so um, no, it's it's good. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it gets it all. I didn't trip out that
1: um, uh, Robin and Joker wouldn't say movie together. <laughs> they kind of look alike too, huh? Uh, th-
2: been
1: a thing.
0: What actor? Oh yeah, yeah Norman.
1: It was like a rumor way back when, like if they had to reshoot or if they wanted to make the Joker in like Dark Knight Rides, they would use Justin Corbin levitt hmm. Cool. Well, let's see what the guys thought. Let's see what they think. We've got uh-huh. some catching up to do.
3: <laughs> um, well, I'm going to start with Art because I already have his queued up. Oh, yeah. What
5: about you? Wow. i I could say that about uh, MCP right now. What the fuck? To the homework. Wait, what the fuck? Let me, let
3: me rewind this.
0: <laughs> I love this game. Oh, gosh. I Seriously. really do. Keep them, Seriously. Keep them
5: coming. On to the homework. 10 things I hate about you. Wow, I, I could say that about uh, MCP right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what the fuck did I ever do to art?
5: <laughs>
3: Make He's me a MVP. list. Post it on Facebook of the 10 things you hate about me. I, I, I need oh, he, to see don't this. Don't dare him. I, I need to see this.
5: <laughs> but uh, let's see. I'm going to try to be nice this New year. Oh, so I'll 10 see. things I hate about you. It's awesome movie, 90s movie. I uh, think all you guys that you know probably saw this growing up. We're all around the same age. So I'm going to start with MCP. I'm going to say MCP. This is going to be a weird one. I think he's an anti social guy. So I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. My main man, Fonzo, I'm going to say Fonzo, he likes it. He enjoys it. And I'm going to say he gives a dollar. And the wild card in this situation, that has to be Harley. Uh, I'm going to say Harley, I'm going to say Harley liked it. So I'm going to say he gave it a dollar. And hopefully I get six for six. Show that crazy Kiwi was stopped. Donaldo keeps, you know, playing for the last place. But other than that, he goes. <laughs> Take care, guys. All right. Like oh, got
0: was playing for last place.
5: Oh, so. don't
1: worry about that. You're absolutely right about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's the starting line. This car didn't start. Everyone took off. Everyone's laughing at him.
0: Fuck, he didn't even show up to the race day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's still asleep. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. All right, here we go, Reed.
4: On to extra credit. And... Um, now, ten things I had about you uh, was it, it was a few firsts for me. Um, it was the first time I ever watched a film twice uh, in the theater. Um, it oh, was the, theater. the first film I ever cried in, and did both times.
3: Did he say cried?
1: He did I can see why I can. T- I'm telling you, fucking Kiwis, man. I know
0: what kiwis, it, it
4: is. Fucking the theater.
0: Fucking kiwis, um, fucking pussies, man.
4: Grow some balls. Time that I enjoyed a uh, a Joey Gordy Lives uh, <laughs> performance, which I've gone on to do many, many times since, and including Inception. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I think Harley's going to give it a dollar. Um,
2: mm-hmm. He'll remember
4: the nineties well. um He was in mm-hmm. his mid- mm-hmm. middle middle fifties at that point, I think. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking Kiwis,
0: Go back to your line, your little island.
4: Tony will give it a Slater. Oh. Uh, he'll Oof. enjoy the music and the way that it progresses through the film. Um, Fonto will give it a dollar. He'll uh, enjoy it. So
3: close. So close. So flip, flip that around, pal.
4: Uh-huh. Hope you guys had a wonderful week. It's great for you to be back. And uh, can't wait for this
0: year, so I can deal mm-hmm. out. Yeah, you should be reminiscing to your glory days in, uh, <laughs> and circa two thousand seventeen because oh, you just no. got your ass handed to you.
2: <laughs> oh man! Oh, but here he is. Wishing
0: us
1: a happy New Year, and he can, he's welcoming us back, and he's excited to play. You just shut happy, on him. Just fucking happy.
0: Happy New Year, you crying ass bitch.
1: Jesus Christ. You what? Wow. He cried during the, like you've never cried during a movie. You're crying during a, a
0: couple days ago. Come only on. When they, only when their skids are walked. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. Damn
4: well. He, he's, he's not done yet. Punishment to my oh. boy art. And everybody's boys now. Though. So. Uh,
3: okay, not much left. Got it. <laughs> i <right>. oh,
0: <laughs> sorry. Let me <Name> <laughs> interrupt. Well,
1: luckily, he's still the champ. He's still the champ. He still got the gold. Um, but unfortunately, he only got one, see, three points. Yeah, three points. Yeah, still puts him in second place because uh, Donaldo's still asleep. <laughs> and, uh, he forgot to call in. And uh, wait, wait! Don't sleep on Donaldo. He told me his picks in the car, so technically they should have counted. But uh, you got to call. I've him. already forgot, and the rule is you oh, got to call it.
0: So yeah. P B R. Yeah, and then
1: Art coming in oh, yeah, firing. Thank you. Coming in hot, firing all cylinders, dulling down, remembering the rules of the game, coming yeah. through. With the per- perfect score in the first round with seven points.
2: Yeah, that's huge. And, uh,
1: yeah, almost. He missed one. He would have gotten it. Like I said, that one was tough. That, that one was hard for them to get, but, but he did finish strong with nine points. So that currently puts him in the lead right now with nine points. Reed at three, Donaldo. Still, be still the champ, but I mean the way it's going right now.
0: Well, watch back, son. Yeah, exactly. Art coming? Yeah, we, we're seeing how a double down one one movie can absolutely change can absolutely change the game. Excellent so, point. Yeah, which idea was that was that yours or Tony's? Uh, was mine, of course.
1: I think mm-hmm. it was Tony's idea. Yeah, no, which art? Which art's gonna love if it was his idea?
0: I mean, yeah, put that on the Guardian a Mexican.
1: So, Art, you've been challenged. Write 10 things you hate about SCP. <laughs> Hit I want to know.
3: I just want to know what I need to apologize for. That's all. What? What you need to apologize for? Like, yeah, you if, I, if right? I did him wrong, you need to, be, and I did you need to apologize
0: wrong. for being a Mexican. For oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <sighs> well, Mike okay. drop. Yeah. So Kiwis, Mexicans, Germans, all of them. Fuck all y'all bitches.
1: Well, we can just skip parties weekend then because we know it's just a little <laughs> racial hate and uh, <laughs> hanging out with his clan brothers apparently over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: My goodness.
1: Oh, man. All right. You know, what's, you know what's funny about that? You being so damn racist. And you know, here Lenny's getting a tattoo with peace, love, unity, and respect
0: oh jesus
3: christ
0: yeah it's it's it's
3: found a new uh uh, that pretty much sums it up
0: yeah
1: you didn't get you didn't get inked up
3: check check okay there i am um nope Um, i i i I heard my echo um
0: yeah i got it too (laughs) yeah i've been hearing it i've been hearing it on and off all night i
3: finally i finally heard it um no, I did. we we considered it. Like I was going to draw something cuz Lainey wasn't sure if she was actually going to get it done. She you know, commissioned to get it designed. She's like these are the words I want and I want flowers, but I have no idea what I want it to look like. So the tattoo artist said, "All right, um, let me let me give you a call in a couple of days. We'll and then we'll see when, you know, when we could schedule it." She like scheduled it within a week. So she's so I was like, "Oh shit." But Lainey, that she's not uh, artistic, so she can't visualize it. She was like, "I'm really nervous if it's going to look the way I want it." So we came up with this idea that, well, so we don't waste their time. I'll get a tattoo instead, if if she doesn't like hers. Well, we started talking about it, and I'm like, I can't decide on anything. There's no way. I was like, there's too much shit. Um, luckily, it turned out great. She got it done. Um, just it was uh, like three hours under under the needle. Um, yes. um and uh, how'd she do uh, she did good i mean she she, yeah. uh, she she kept on texting me you know this hurts like a bitch and motherfucker well, okay i was gonna ask, <laughs> i was gonna ask
2: it, painful there. <laughs> it yeah, was painful
3: it was very painful yeah. um yeah. it was a lot more painful than she anticipated this is her third tattoo she has one on her okay. uh, a, a small, one on her rib, small one on her rib a small one behind her ear and she's like, Okay, you know, now I'm ready for the big one. Nope. it didn't not did not prepare her for that. <laughs> so uh so yeah, so she got that done. Um on Saturday. Saturday and on Sunday, oh we went to her mom's for uh celebrate her mom's birthday and just just hung out, had had some pizza, played some games. Um and Lainey had to hide it because she didn't want to, you know. Steal the show away from her mom's right. birthday. So, but yeah, it was a pretty pretty chill weekend actually. Chill um, weekend. We did that intentionally because um, we're we're this week on Friday we're going to a big Friday. rave, not a rave, but it's a show, um, an EDM show. Um, and so we're gonna break our necks on Friday, and so we needed to, uh, you know, save our energy up. There you go. Yeah. All right on. Cool. How about you? Times.
0: What do we do this weekend? Uh... Plur, I'll, Plur uh, I'll go back to that real quick. Plur has got a little comeback. Uh, I guess Plur is making the rounds at Warnerica um, High School, uh-huh. <laughs> which is like uh, oh really? Just yeah, it's like hillbilly, hillbilly high school of hillbilly, California. California. And they're they're using Plur around. They're using it they're using as a defense for like LGBTQ, It's oh, gotcha. not a it's not, it's a, not a, a dance music theme. Dance it's theme. A it's, it's like, music. like a equal
1: rights yeah, theme. Equal rights oh, Twitch, that's great. It's gotcha. all good.
3: That's great. Oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Mhm. So
1: yeah, what do we do see. We went to uh, Saturday. What do we do? I think. Swim lessons and then we did something else after that, I can't remember. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I can't remember. But on Sunday oh yeah, Saturday, uh we went to a wrestling show, we took crew to a wrestling show in Oceanside, the Oceanside Boys and Girls Club. Yes. It was a SoCal Pros wrestling, their first show of twenty eighteen called New Year's Retribution. And, uh, one of the wrestlers we had seen before from his other show that I took him, um, this guy, Andy Brown, Uptown, comes out to Uptown Funk. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess the party started, gets the crowd going. And, um, at first he was really nervous, kind of, so I didn't know, cause this was a little bit bigger than the last one. The last one was a little bit smaller venue. This one's a little bit bigger. And, um, so he kind of didn't know, you know, how, like, you can just tell he was nervous, you know, like, first he was eating the whole time in the beginning, first couple matches and then, he saw other people, other kids getting into it, yelling at the crowd and really getting into it. And, um, and then I think he got way more comfortable once Andy Brown came out. And, um, cause a couple of wrestlers got thrown out of the ring and hit the rails and the rails come right, right up to your seats, right up to you. You're like, Whoa. And, uh, and my sister, Lee, we looked over and she was just like, Whoa, we're kind of holding on to the rails. I'm looking at him like, it's crazy. You huh? know, this is like right here, right in front of the action. It's going to, you know, it's going to happen. You can yell at them and they can, you know, interact with them and. uh The last match was kind of funny. They had their manager in a shark, like in a shark tank in a cage, (laughs) and he's inside the cage, so he wouldn't interfere with the match, you know. So he's in there. He's reading. He's reading the book. It, and at one point the wrestler comes out. They're they're wrestling outside in front of him. He takes out like a sandwich from his little like man purse that he has, like a satchel. He throws the sandwich like meat and cheese all over the place and bread. He so, crew, look at that bread. So he runs up and grabs some of the bread and throws <laughs> it at the wrestler. And while Crew's walking back in, he realized the wrestler gave him one of those, like, hee ho with the arm. You know, you pump up, kind of like you flick him off, but you just do the fist thing, you know? You put your left arm on your bicep and you kind of do the...
0: Oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. I know exactly yeah, what you're yeah. talking about. I think the, it's though. like a European or something like that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Well, he has a, yeah, he has, I a, think he, there's he has some... a YouTube. If you uh, like up Cheesecake for Life, you'll
1: see his his YouTube, his whole adventure from it. And, uh, so that was a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, um, whew, this was a long day. Um, no, it sounds exciting, but we went to Costco in the morning. They came back home, had to drop everything off, and then had to drive to LA. And I'm like, me and Amy were looking at each other in the car. We're like, we're really going to drive to LA right now, like at 1.30. Like, really? I'm like, all right, because our friend Riso was down and she's got twin boys. And, uh, we met up at Burbank, where Amy was from. And, uh, yeah, it surprised me there was no traffic. I mean, take took us a lot to get, you know, like two, two and a half hours um played a played a movie for the kids in the back and uh we got there not good around time but it gets dark now earlier so we were at um griffith park um we're at this cool little train like a train exhibit they got the old trains and they got a little train the kids can ride in they got these big trains you can go in there or even have a birthday party in them so we did that and drove up a little bit further to griffith park and it's just a huge park and uh like it's funny once it gets dark, man there's no lights are like it's over, like everyone go home. It was crazy,
2: um
1: mm. uh, but Sam was tri- uh, f- tripping out on uh oh, you'll like this, harley Mexican vendors selling stuff, oh, you'd mm. have a field day, mm.
2: you know about mm-hmm. their husband
1: mm-hmm. selling their paletas He's, or ice cream you know what I'm saying,
0: screaming at them go yeah, back yeah. to your go back to your, your country. Lottes. we don't want you Lotus and cheese,
1: um, I got my little cucumber dish, I was like, hell, yeah, with some hygiene on it, some tahine. ooh. So I gave, I gave one to Crew and he's like, man, this is really good. I'm like, goddamn right. This is good. The whole time on the way back, he's talking about getting some cucumbers so he can make some, make it again. So he's, uh, um, even Sam, uh, Sam, our neighbor, she went with us. She was like, Oh, what's, what's, what's this? What are they doing here? I'm like, Oh, they're selling stuff. They're selling some food you can eat while you're at the park here or they're, you know, got some little items here. She's like, that's really cool. I'm like, ain't it cool? Ain't that right? Like, if you could tell my boy Harley that it's cool, maybe, you know, he won't be such a racist bastard.
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And then after that, we were kind of late and I was like, man, we're already down here. Kind of want to go to Griffith Observatory. But there was a concert going on and, uh, and we were by, by it. I'd never been there before. But, uh, Risa was like, all right, fuck it, let's go. It's like parking's usually, uh, a disaster here, but we'll see. We started driving up there, like, oh man, it's, there's a concert going on at the Greek Theater. We're like, oh, great. But sure enough, we drove all the way to the top and, uh, we found, luckily we found, two parking spots up there it was crazy it was meant to be so we run up we didn't want to pay for parking so we run up to the observatory start taking pictures the whole city lights it's pretty beautiful man it's gotta say man it's pretty amazing i put some pictures up of uh of the observatory there and uh and i was just going and look at this view and then a little bit for so you right you can see the hollywood sign unfortunately it's not lit up at night which i thought was kind of interesting um mm. but you can you can you can still see it and you see the, all oh, the sea lights and, uh, it's a pretty cool view. And they had the, they had the, the telescopes there. you could put 50 cents in to view, but didn't have any money. I was like, damn it. It would have been cool to see. Um, but the, verse, yeah, I guess inside too is pretty cool. There there's something going on because people lined up all over the place to go in there. It's crazy too. Like the windy road to get up there, people just park all along the side there for like, it's kind of weird. It's like, cause you got the observatory and you got this theater here too for the concerts. I like get outdoor venue. So it's like, and the, Parking is just scattered, you know? Like, there's one parking section up top, and there's, and there's just a whole, like, trail. You see people just walking down, coming to, to go to the venue. It's kind of interesting. Um, But I was like, yeah, my boy Gossip was here for La La Land. You know, drove the car, started dancing inside. Hmm. Pretty cool. But uh, but it was cool to finally go there. And then after that, we drove by Hollywood Boulevard if we wanted to show Sammy, like, the El Capitan Theater, the Chinese Theater, you know? And that shit's always lit up, and... Just crazy people walking around, you know. So that was cool for her to take pictures of that. And, uh, yeah, then we drove home and pff, made it home without a couple, you know, you gotta, you gotta get some pee braces, you know, you gotta stop. Just, <laughs> um, couldn't want to pee in a, did he? Oh, he actually, he did pee in a bottle. I to think of it, in the fucking bottle is probably still in the car. Oh, no. He took it. His bottle still in the car. Bad, I get, yeah. He was like, we're not stopping. I'm on home stretch. I, had, you know what? I, had I thought same... we were going to record. That's why I was hauling ass. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I had the same experience with Mazzy a couple of weeks ago. We were going somewhere, somewhere. and uh, I wasn't even driving. Chris was driving, and Mazzy's like, I got go to go yeah. potty. I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, You'll be fine. You can hold it. You got like 20 minutes. You'll be fine. I really need to go. I'm like, Chris is like, Just. We'll pull over. There's a rest stop. It's like a couple of miles. It's fine. It's no big deal. I'm like, ah, we're kind of in a hurry. Like, I want to get there. She's like, she's gotta take a she's gotta use a bathroom. Let her go. And I'm like, She doesn't need to go, she just wants to stop. Later that night, she she takes all her clothes off, she sleeps in the nude. And I'm like, Oh my god, did you wipe your ass with your underwear, kid? She had such a streak. From having to hold it for so long. Oh, no. Full on turtle head. Poor kid <laughs> had to go so bad.
2: Oh, no.
0: Oh, <laughs> God. So I bet. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. So, yeah, public service announcement when your kid says they need to use the bathroom, pull over. Yeah, pull over. <laughs> oh, man. How's your weekend, chill? Was good. Um, we ended up going to. There's a national monument, national park up in, at the very northern end of California. It's on the border of of Oregon and Canada, or Canada, Oregon and California. It's called Lava Beds, and there's um, there's a lot of remnants of, of volcanic uh, lava tubes, like caves where you can where you can Go and explore these caves, and it's in uh, it's in Tule Lake, which um, which is one of the camps where we imprisoned Japanese during the uh, Japanese internment during World War II, and uh, one of the great black eyes on American history that a lot of history books. Kind of gloss over, but <laughs> we basically just yeah. imprisoned all all the Japanese of uh, whether they were American citizens or not. We just imprisoned them in these fucking horrific prison camps, basically. So, uh, but it's in it's it's this little town that's just a few miles from this lava beds. And the interesting thing is, you can go down in these lava beds, these lava tubes, excuse me, and they're like caves and uh, we've seen this in uh, I can't think of the name of the movie what was the movie um, that horror movie where the girls go down to the caves and they run into zombies
1: oh the descent
0: uh, yeah the descent it, you feel that descent that uh, claustrophobia we brought flashlights and shit and yeah you go down into these caves And you're not very far. You're only like 20 yards into this cave. And it is pitch black, especially you guys living in the city. It's hard to imagine absolute pitch black. So I'd go down there with the kids and I'd hold their hand. And I'd say, okay, everybody turn your flashlights off. We turn the flashlights off and I'd say, yeah. okay, let, let go of our hands. And we'd let go of our hands and everybody would start to go like, Aah! they'd get all freaked out because it's so, cause you can't see.
2: Right.
0: Oh, yeah. It's so oh, black. Man. So, um, so it's, it's fun, but it's also a little like nervous thing <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so, and then, um, because it was so close to the Oregon border, which is, where Chris uh, was living when I met her in Klamath in Falls there. Falls. They have this um, Mexican restaurant chain called Jalapenos, which reminds me of Alberto's. It's this okay. sort of traditional fast Mexican fast food. Um, it good? And it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cheap. It's cheap. It's delicious. It's huge. It's huge. Servings. I how you start with cheap. I love how you start with cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's cheap.
2: Well, cause priorities. it's fast food. You
0: know what I mean? Um, right. we have Mexican restaurants here in Siskiyou County, but they're like, they tr- they're, they're, they're a spin on trying to be like a nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, motherfucker, it's bean and cheese and cheap cuts of steak and pork. Like let's be real here it's not fucking it's not you know veal parmesan well, you know it's it's right. it's the cheapest it's the cheapest meats and its beans and you know cheese and rice it's and fucking corn and flour tortillas like this is the this is the staple of millions and millions of human beings but it's not luxury brand fooding and in the, the restaurants around here, it's like really expensive and they try to like present it, but it's, it's, it, you feel the honkiness ownership behind the restaurant. You know what I mean? I mean, the, the, the you know, it, it just doesn't, it's, there's no authenticity to it. In this place, ironically, it's in like hillbilly capital number one, but it's very, it feels very authentic, very authentic. fast food Mexican restaurant. So, um, Slater to jalapenos hmm. in their jalapeno special steak burrito. It's nice. fucking amazing. If you're ever up here, gotta make a run to Klamath Falls. <clears throat> I hate the people, I love their food. Um, what else? What else can I say? Yeah, it was cool. It was it was fun. I I uh, had a lot of fun at the lava beds. I've been up here for like 15 years, and I'd never been there before. This is my first trip up there. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> he had a blast. Wow, oh. so, well, cool.
2: Yeah,
1: well, that's going to conclude at this episode right here, right? Three eighty-seven.
0: Sounds good to me.
3: Unless you, we want to assign homework for next week. Yeah, I
1: guess we
0: can do that, huh? You want to do that on there? Who's got it? So I have I have the homework correct. Yeah, thanks, like, correct, sir. Yeah, that's it's, all right. right. So, um, me and Chris just—I guess we could put this in extras. Me and Chris rewatched *The Long Way Down*. It's the uh, motorcycle documentary starring Ewan McGregor and his buddy Charlie Borman. Charlie Borman. Mm. F- Tony, you need, to watch, you need these, to watch these: *The Long Way Around* and *The Long Way Down*.
3: Yeah,
0: uh, they're a blast to watch. Any motorcyclist would enjoy these. The idea of putting hundreds and hundreds of miles. I mean, your whole idea of, yeah. of traveling the country on a bike, these guys did it, but they That's did cool. it in Africa. I mean, um, I mean, they did it on an unlimited budget basically, because I'm sure Ewan McGregor is, is funding it. Um, and it's just a blast. But anyway, so long story short is, is they go through, a lot of these worn torn African countries that we've heard, uh, all the terrible things that happened. And, um, it reminded Chris that she saw hotel Rwanda several years ago, um, starring Don Cheadle. And it's based on a true story about the Rwanda genocide. So it's a heavy movie, um, but it's not overly long. PG 13, two hours. Um, about uh, a hotel manager who houses over a thousand Tutsi refugees during the struggle against the Hutu militia in Rwanda. So there was a genocide against these uh, Africans, Tutsis, and um, so it's one of those heavy, heavy films. But I think it's good. I think it's important. So, uh, and I've never seen it. Chris saw it and enjoyed it, and so I figured I'd make you guys watch it too.
3: Watch
2: it too.
3: All right. Wait, so what was
0: that? Hotel Rwanda, two thousand four. Oh yeah. Got it right here. Cool. Love some Don Cheeto. Yeah, of course. Eight point one IMDb. All Hi. Right. All right. Cool. Cool. What do you got?
1: Who's got the x credit?
3: I have no idea how we're assigning things right now. Um, if Harley had the homework, you were marked as extra credit for last week, but that was, Reed was assigning those movies. So I thought, so this week you have extra credit? Oh. You know, I thought I, Harley
1: just chose the homework.
3: Right. I did. homework. Right. If he is, if he chose homework, then someone has extra credit. Oh, that's what
1: you're saying. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, hmm. What are you guys in the mood for? To jump Make in.
0: it something fun, since I don't think Kotel Rwanda is fun. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: I don't think so?
0: No. I think it's heavy. <laughs> it's about genocide. I mean, come on. <laughs> you don't find that fun? No. Most people don't.
2: Fun, huh? I'll just watch come out.
1: It's not really Extra Credit, but Denaldo wanted us to watch it. Um,
3: It's kind of uh, well,
1: it's a sequel to one we've already seen, so would that count or no?
3: Extra Credit, you can assign anything you want. Yeah, whatever the fuck
1: alright he wanted us to watch Independence Day Resurgence
0: well I'll watch it again I'll watch it oh you already saw it? yeah I saw it remember I talked about it a year ago six know. months ago something like that yeah, but I had fun with it it was fun you did? mhm alright spoiler I mean hurt. it's batshit it's, it's, bat it's crazy it's you know yeah it's uh you know it's kind of what you expect but yeah okay there we go. I don't think it did well, critically. Right, yeah. It really bad.
1: Cool. That'll be it then. All right, cool. So, yeah, we got a wow. new point leader in art. Uh, Reese the Champ, so still on that title, but looks like art is coming strong on 2018. Coming that title in Donaldo, sleeping on the wheel. Wake your bitch ass up. 387 Bad Boys Podcast. We just randomly rent all these movies. I say mean, we ride together.
3: Harley, we run on together. NCP, <laughs> bad boys for life.